Let me check the book for obstacles. History obstacles. Burning wheel, people. Exciting. The Sunday Skypers. Burning beards. You know what else is fascinating? Dwarves dying in fire. Because <laughs> I'm just going to play bird. this game on my own. Woo! Session 45. <laughs> done! <laughs> the very short season of the dwarves and the last season. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Throne room floods with fire. Slate is the only one left. Do you want to play on your own? There are tons of spiders. <laughs> no? To that I would say, F you. <laughs> Let, let's uh, just quickly review the beliefs that we wrote last week. Mine are simple. Make sure the prince escapes. Make sure that my fellow brewers and apprentices are safe. I think that'll do for now. Of course, your brewers and apprentices aren't in this room at present, so you'll have to get out first. Yeah, get, get out. And- well, that's fine. You have a, a slightly more in the future belief as well as the immediate mm-hmm. prince out of here. Flint. So protecting the, the other dwarves from the, the dragon, that, that should be fairly... Straightforward. Finding Slate and then convincing... Okay, that's the future. Convincing mm-hmm. the company that flooding the lower depths <laughs> is a good idea. And Profandral, of course, get the dwarves to safety and finding a way to get rid of the dragon. That's the future thing. So right now, everyone is like, dwarf safety! Ah! Except for me, because I don't know that's happening. <laughs> uh, right, right. You are going to convince Thought that you're not enemies. That is, that is the idea. Sergeant Thought with his fork beard... As you may recall, the doors were flung open by the the blast of this this fire thing, and dwarves were flying right and left. Ulfkill was hesitating, or possibly one more action. And that's He's when I spin right my pers- spin my persona point and roar leaps in the side and knocks me off to the side of the of the, of the room. Right. Do I get to describe what happened to him? I mean, um, I I'm going to get point. to that. I'm going to get to that. Okay. You're, you're going to spend your point, and yeah. um, you're going to avoid yeah. taking a mortal wound from a magical dragon god's fire. And of course, the <laughs> the payment here, the the worst situation is uh, you're going to find yourself in a in a precarious position, and you're going to lose roar. Roar is going to die in your stead. So we're we're clear about that. That's the cost. I think the first thing we see is like if this were the show is we see the gates of the throne room, right? From the inside with all of the dwarves bracing up against it, right? And it's sort of in this big slow motion type of um, shot. And we see this, this gap in the middle when, when the, the uh, gates have a quite shot that just lights up like uh, this is just orange sliver that just begins to, to shine through in the middle and then whoosh, the gates are pushed open and dwarves go flying every which way. Fena goes tumbling somewhere. If Lint goes tumbling a different way. And then, you know, we switch and we see Ulfkel standing there with his our hands out, right? And his his face, his wide face is lit up in this bright orange, almost reddish, lurid glow, right? No. Um, and that's where slowly we hear the, the, the fire, right? Sound of the flames coming in like like that. And then just smack. Roar's elbow is, is uh, you know, in Ulfkel's um, chest and you go flying back. Not flying, but, well, flying. He is strong. We hear him sort of almost in a hollow, distant uh, way, just roaring something like, Fly, you fool! Fry? And, uh, fly, you fool! <laughs> <laughs> Although we shall fry soon, too. 
and you stumble back and and one of you land on one of this portion one of the, these portions where there was a crack previously and, and the dwarves have begun to sort of fix it in a makeshift way there there's some uh, masonry and and wood supports and you step right on them and they give and you start you slide down this crevice and part of the the side of the crevice too it gives away so there's an even bigger hole now you, you slide down and we just see uh you know roar turn and then this sea of fire just engulfs him He's just, he just vanishes i imagine that any metal on him is now plating the floor it's almost like there's this big, huge quake at the same time in the hall, and and chunks begin to fall from the ceiling. One of them falls down, and it looks like uh, it's about to, you know, fall down right on top of you, Ovkel. Like you've slid down this crevice; it's deep enough that you have to climb out of it. Oh bugger! And this big, huge chunk of ceiling masonry just falls down and plugs the hole. Ear-splitting sound. A debris of, of smaller, like marble f- splinters and and stuff, start raining down over your head. If you have your helmet on, it starts, you know, ting 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 ting, <laughs> top of your helmet. Why don't you make me a um, speed test, all the three, Ooh. to make sure that you are not uh, stuck in this um, crevice? Okay, uh, so like falling that. down and it narrows. To into the below, which is also orange and lurid. So, okay, I got B4 in it. All right. I got B to three. Spend up the three persona before you roll. If you fail. I'm looking uh, at my skills. Okil is going to be stuck. He's going to fall down and, and he's going to like jam his yeah. foot into mm. the tighter crevice and he's going to be stuck there. And I can't fork in any skills. No forking uh, stats, no. All right, yeah, well, I got five left, so hey, as long as I got at least one left, uh, I'll spend those three, so it gives me seven seven dice, seven d6. Oh, I got three. I matched Excellent. it. Excellent. You you managed to avoid, you know, like maybe it, it's it's your like the usual I've been, body. I've, uh, I've been crazy holes reflexes. like this before. What, I've been sorry? in holes like I've been in holes like this before. You've fallen yeah. down into holes before. <laughs> Spider. Spider? I forget. Did uh, you I, fall or did you? Did the I spider fell in that hole with the spider. I forget. Anyway, so you, man- you managed to, to brace, you know, myself. brace yourself to the inside of this crevice before you go down so deep that you can't get out. And then, boom, the, the big, huge chunk of ceiling seals Lights. you in. And it gets, like, the light from above vanishes. And all we have is this vague, lurid glow from below. And, you know, it's hot. It's cramped. It's tough to breathe. For the other dwarves, like you've been flown, you've been blown clear, right, uh, of the doors. Uh, and you see this great big sea of flame just lick into the room, almost like a, uh, like, well, I'm not going to, poor, poor similes. It just, it's a tongue of flame. Floods into the room. <laughs> it, it, you see Roar giving, uh, Ulfkill a push. Ulfkill stumbles back, falls down one of these crevices. Things start to shake. Roar is completely engulfed. He completely just he just vanishes in this flood of fire, and the fire just keeps shooting up along this marble, you know, big huge stairwell up almost all the way to the throne before it dissipates. And in its pl- in its void and its emptiness, it's just this big blackened streak with wisps of smoke just rising uh, here and there from the floor, and there's just this charred chunk where Roar stood. Things begin to fall from the ceiling like big huge 
stones. It's a mess. <laughs> yeah, this sounds like a good time to grab the two nearest dwarves at hand and pull them into an alcove before they get brained by falling rocks. <laughs> sure, I, that's for free. Yeah, you grab some axe bearers, get them out of the way. Uh, there are some chunks. The whole room shakes. Uh, outside, further, like obviously in, in down the, the big, huge steps up to the throne room, first you feel it, right? You feel this heavy rumble in the ground as if something heavy landed. And then you hear it, this boom. And then you hear two more, boom, boom, as if uh, there are like front, front legs, right? Front feet, boom. After the big chunks fall down, all you hear are like uh, screams from, from, from panicked dwarves. Fanai is getting up on the other side of the hall. Uh, what are you guys doing? I think I go this way and start heading them towards the back door. All right. Flint, you, do you follow or, um, or what? Well, the first question is, is he on Fena's side or my side? You, you are both on your side, on one side. Fena and, and Gurum are on the other side. There's a mixed bag of axe bearers from your side and Fena's, uh, the ten that went into the, the hall with you, you know, on either side. I'll shout at him. Oh, you're sorry asses. The prince has lived here before. He knows the ways. Yeah, I thought this way follow me covered that. <laughs> I, oh, you're yeah, supporting I, him, right? You're supporting I, him. That's maybe. basically what I'm doing is <laughs> if you have to command them, I'm throwing my dice your way. <laughs> so here's the question there, Flint. You have a belief about getting dwarves to, sa- dwarves to safety, right? Do you believe Ulfkel to be lost? A little buried alive, yeah. You know, I have one instinct. I always keep my weapon handy. I pull out my hammer and I start whacking that plug of marble. I mean, oh, I mean, I go, I'm either going to break it. Oh or yeah, that's going to hear me. Yes, yeah, so you're going to hear. Are you going to make chunk, it worse? Chunk, chunk <laughs> over the over the slow rhythmic chunk, chunk as as whatever is outside the dragon or whatever is is slowly coming up the way and, and well, yelling at my lungs. I guess that means I'll be last. We'll have the. Vandral leading the way. We'll, we'll have the axe bearers following him. And I want to see if that thing is like literally outside coming in. All right. So Fena it, it has dusted herself off. She's rushed over to the open door. She's just staring wide eyed down at the whatever it is. So if you rush up, you see the same thing she does. I'd be a little bit more in cover. <laughs> sure, sure. No worries. So what you see is. Uh, this big, huge carpet of charred corpses, human corpses, just completely covering the thoroughfare that, that leads off to the gates into this district. And on the, on the steps up, you see these 30 twisted shapes of Fena's axe bears that you said couldn't come into the hall. They're just charred and they're bits of their cloaks that are on fire. There's like probably like, like this poor sod who's still alive closest to the the hall who's just lying on his back shaking and you, you know he's just completely burnt and you see this big huge magmic dragon shape massive dragon big huge burning embers for eyes it's almost like the balrog right in, in fellowship of the ring like there's this like fire in its mouth continuously but you see yeah. between its scales it's like it's like it's it's begun to reconstitute itself more as a dragon and less as a piece made of molten iron or something. And the cracks are beginning beginning to close between the scales, and the scales are beginning to take on a more 
organic look, like a more like sleek, black, glossy character. It's cooling down. Yeah, it's like it's it's like the fire was was the thing that it was forged from, right? It was it's as if it was made by uh, mind forges. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a, a kind of a, dw- a dwarfy perspective. So, yeah, well, 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 we're forged from stone and earth. It's forged from fire and hate, or something. So fire Fena fire. swears, like, because she sees her, all her people completely charred. Not my fault. <laughs> she looks to you briefly, and then she looks up to Fandral, and Fandral is what uh, starting to to make sure everyone is moving. Yes. Okay. Why don't you give me a command uh, there, Fandral, like ob two, just to get just to get everyone moving, like like listening to you, because uh, this is a bit of a like crazy situation. And some of them may still have be, be in fail mode from the steel test. <laughs> yeah. Somebody may have uh, gotten a bit of chunk, masonry chunk on their helmeted head and they're groggy, or, you know, some of them may be in shock. All right. Ah, cool. No worries. So you, your, your clear dwarf voice rings out and fills the hall and, and, uh, you know, people jump too. As they rush after Fandral, they're sort of, they're filing around this big chunk that, that's, in the middle of, of the stairwell, right? Oh, not stairwell. You can hear these, these low metallic chunks, chunk, chunk, as Ophicle is clearly hammering on, on this thing from below. Oh, and in front of it, of course, you see, you know, Flint, when, if you rush toward it, you can see just Roar's twisted shape. His, whatever yeah. cloth he had on is still sort of burning a little. His com- face is just completely blackened and, and like his eyeballs are emptying out onto the floor, melting. It's real. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for that, I, for that detail. Uh, wow. Oh, of course, huh. Fluid, of hey. course, is like boiling on the hot floor. You did not choose wisely. <laughs> well, we'll, we'll see in the future if, if you name a beer after him or not. I do not want to get the dragon's attention, obviously. It's coming um, up. It's coming up towards the, the rock that fell, that plugged up the uh, fissure that Ufkel fell into. Is it's enough huge. of that? You need help to move it. Well, is enough of that sticking up above floor level that one could hide behind it for a little bit? Uh, yeah, sure. Absolutely. Great. Um, it's, I it's, have a plan. It's wedged in, but it's not, it's not iceberg wedged in. It's gravity plugging. Yeah. Well, what uh, Flint does is uh, he scrambles to get some cover behind the rocket so he can also get closer to Ufkel. Will you stop it? You are going to draw the attention of the dragon and it will eat you whole. There's something down here glowing down here. Get me out of here. Because that that lurid light's still below me, right? Oh, yeah. Um, There's something down here with me. Probably some sort of lava flow way, way down. The bad thing is the fumes are starting to rise up and get, and, and get trapped with you up here under the rock. So you're slowly suffocating. Crack, crack, crack. I'm hitting his heart. Uh, I don't, I was looking to see if I actually have my, mar, uh, mining skill. I do have carving, but I think that's wood. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have time to carve yourself out. <laughs> <laughs> I do have hammer. The the chunk isn't so perfect that like there's no gap, so you can probably hear each other, right? Yeah. You can shout at each other, no problem. But yeah, it's it's not. It's going to take more than Ovkill alone and Lint alone, unless you like spend all your Arta and some deeds uh, to shift this thing. 
Um, no, well, see, like, that's I, cheating because if I spend them all, that just means one. <laughs> I mean, you could you could ask for help. I guess that's just other two. You know, I have no deeds either. So if if I attempt this without an army, is that a challenging power roll? Yeah, I'm I'm inclined to say it's like a an ob eight power test. Well, I'll be down below. I'll get myself wedged up there and try to push it from underneath. Oh, yeah, you can help, yeah. Well, well, well <laughs> maybe somewhere between adrenaline and fate we can move this rock. So you're not going to ask for help. You're going to do it yourself. I am, of the, right. <laughs> I am of the mindset I am not going to risk the rest of the people that are escaping, but I will help Ulfkel. All right. What well, you? No Fena, deeds, remember. Hey, right? hey, there's Fena. She's still down there. Yell at her to give come up here to help. She's still in danger, and she's down there. Fena is her own creature, and she's one of the few that did not hesitate. So she's of her own mind to do what she wants. And if she wishes to help, I would appreciate it. Well, do you call? Do you call to her? She's she's she kind of she's moving past. Like, motion. She has completely like written off Old Kill clearly. I'll she's motion moving for her to after help. Vandal and the rest. I'll motion for the help, but if she chooses to leave him, that's her call. Um, puppy dog eyes. Uh, oddly <laughs> likable. <laughs> Are you still oddly likable? <laughs> of course, I am oddly uh, likable. <laughs> Let's see what, what kind of skills do you have? What could you do without attracting the attention of a dragon? That really does is my number one priority. <laughs> yes, yeah. clear that the dragon knows you're up here. Uh, it's coming for you slowly. Well, you're conspicuous. Yeah, that's not going to help in his intent. <laughs> <laughs> no, but to get her to get her to notice you, though. Uh, yeah, but to to motivate her to stay and ship the rock when she could get away is a bit more of a like a trick. command. Yeah, either just uh, order so to if do. You don't it. have command over her, really. I I could see I could see some kind of persuasion, or or um, you you have begun to open persuasion, so right. that could be. Something to do if you want to. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just throw out a pleading whisper. It says like, "Help your fellow dwarf while there's still a chance." With the rumbling and the the, the you can hear behind you just this rhythmic, massive breathing that it has an edge of crackling fire and and like rocks grinding together, uh, and every breath is is like makes your eardrum vibrate. Uh, eardrums vibrate. So you're, you're going to have to be like you can't whisper, right? There's no way, but but you can you can maybe uh, snarl or something. Um, Great, we'll, we'll snarl with maybe just a little tint of in, of intimidation. I said, no, that's not really. She's not intimidatable. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do you, do you want to take the chance? No, <laughs> she she could beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> You're going you know, stranger luck has happened. Uh, we'll, we'll just go with base persuasion. If you're using persuasion, it's beginner's luck. It's your beginner's luck will, and your will is five. Uh, beginner's luck means we double the obstacle, which is really bad. <laughs> I'm going to have to open up Venus. Um, I should have done this before. Here we go. If it's about exploding sixes, I've got 25 fate. I can do this. <laughs> well, you're going to have to get a six first, though. That is yeah. the trick. Th that's yeah. why I have 25 fate. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going against her will. It's probably just a two. 
Um, <laughs> I don't think gray shade matters, but your base obstacle is 12 because uh, it's double. And I can uh, do that on four dice, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm down there and I, and I hear he's... Absolutely, you can, you can help persuade with in some way. Yeah, Grace! Yeah, Grace, help me get out of here! Please help, help me get out of here! I don't want to die! You're all alone! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, beautiful. I'm uh, using my course persuasion for this one. So, I think she's pissed at you, right? Because you, you, you kind of doomed her uh, axe bearers <laughs> to burning yeah. death. Not oh, you, we'll just not jump you, up you. the obstacle of 15 and just call it spare. <laughs> <laughs> but on the, at the same time, like you are, you're obviously doing your best to get everyone out, including this, uh, poor schmuck who was, who's pinned under a stone. So, like, I'm inclined to lower the basic obstacle to five. So that's ob 10. It's not 12, right? It's still, it's yes. still, still terrible. So, so what's Oathkill helping with? You're helping with. Course persuasion. What's your exponent? It's a B3. Okay, so one die. If you succeed, right? If against all odds you succeed, right? She, she's going to do her best. She's going to take time away from, from rushing away or, or doing something else and help you. Uh, if you don't... I'm going to think less of her. <laughs> I think if you don't, she's going to have a different idea. That's gonna put that's gonna put her in danger. Therefore, your belief in danger, right? Because yeah. Okay, we'll we'll see how this goes. Ah, no sixes. <laughs> I got a one. Was five all you had? Did you you didn't spend any persona or anything? I only have. All oh, right, you only have one. Sorry, <laughs> I need yeah. to save that for the rock. So <laughs> hardly fail, but that's okay. You know, I didn't ex- expect to su- succeed. If it's evil, my actual goal was to put her on the spot. So we'll, um, we'll, I, I'm going to see if I can reap or so here. Just just so we're uh, getting back into the swing of things, of, of um, advancement mm-hmm. and all that stuff. The basic obstacle before doubling was six, and I lowered it to five. So the ob is five, and you rolled uh, how many dice before uh, spending well, Arta? You didn't spend any Arta, right? Right. So four plus a helper from... Uh, so that is a difficult test. So, so you can record a mm. difficult will test. All right. So you <laughs> <laughs> you plead with her. Ulfkill pleads with her, and you can see her like uh, there's a split second moment. Like all this happens very fast because uh, mm. everyone is is shuffling, getting out of the way. Uh, the dragon's coming slowly. Uh, nobody can ignore it. Really, she looks at their their stone and she's just like. And you, and, and she says, no, the doors. And she rushes off to the doors to close them again. What do you do? Well, I'm at the rock. Yep. And I have, I have to make the attempt. So I'm, I'm going she to try She clearly to... doesn't believe it, it can be done in a shorter time as, um, you know, before the dragon's here. So close what, the door time. What did she say? What did she say? What did she say, Flynn? She, she said, push! <laughs> right! <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I crab up, I crab up and get in position and sort of brace myself against the bottom of the rock and I start. Aah! So here's, here's the thing. It seems that Flint clearly values Ulfkill more than the other dwarves in this moment. If you want to be sure to earn a persona point, write, write down save Ulfkill, you know, get Ulfkill out of the hole as a, as a, like a tail end statement to your belief. Uh, refine it that way. That way, at the end of the session, I can definitely say, yes, you got him out, or no, you didn't. We can 
Excellent. Just so you also get into the swing of revising your beliefs as we go, as things become more important or less important. Okay. Fandral is kind of running towards the, the nice small corridors that, that the dragons can't get down. And uh, I see these two still hanging out by the doors. Or Fena, I see Fena trying to close the door. Yeah, she's rushing to the doors. Flint is clearly grabbing this chunk of stone as if he's going to lift it himself, right? Idiots. <laughs> <laughs> Love you too. <laughs> so I'll go, go run to slam a shoulder against the other door that, you know, opposite one Fenna's. All right, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Me- uh, meanwhile, obviously, like, the other dwarves are shuffling out up toward, like, whatever exit you pointed to, the back whatever, right? Small tunnels. Um, There's got to be a servant's entrance leading to the kitchens, right? It's not really that kind of hall, uh, but there there are definitely tunnels out uh, from a different... Yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll see where they lead. So cool. You're, you're, you're hel- helping Fena then. So mm-hmm. I think the two of you just, you know, you, you heave to and you get the doors closed. Fena like reaches for the, the lever that, that closes the, um, like the, the internal lock. Um, Locks the 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 what do you call them bars bars that are sort of in the door that closes. I've got the spider breaker moral with me. We can do this <laughs> anyway, and, and he's going to push as hard as him and Fena, who's not actually pushing, uh, can. <laughs> we just need to get enough space to, to to get him to crawl out. We don't have to lift the full thing. We just kind of have to roll it or twist it or something. All right. <laughs> so we're going to inflict, inflict power on this thing, right? Do you have leverage-wise? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's really too bad that Roar got... got um, yeah. Flambeed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could have really used him. No, because we, we wouldn't be in this situation, because I'd be dead. Or I'd be burning. Says yeah. you. <laughs> or I'd be um, burning one or the other. Yeah. We'd be in a lot better situation, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so no, you um, guys, are, you guys have to carry me out. Yeah, and you know how big Ufkel is. So you have no deeds there, uh, Kel. Uh, nope. And nope. Flint has no deeds. <laughs> so this is nope. um, it's going to be fun. Okay. So I got <laughs> interesting I, choice of words. And I and he and Flint has the higher higher strength. So I have a B four power. Let's roll this back. Um, you're using power. Yeah. You're five, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and you're helping, Ulfkel's helping with two dice for seven. So seven dice versus eight. And unfortunately, Ulfkel cannot spend any Arta Pardon. for your yeah. test. However, you, you are free to spend Arta on your own. I will spend my last one. Make it eight dice versus up Ooh. to eight. Chancy. Mm. Okay. Like I said, I, I've got a, a mad pool of fate if I can ever roll a six. Yeah. So if you get this, like if you succeed, you, you manage actually to ship the rock and get Ulfkill out there. Ulfkill can haul himself up. If you don't, you're still going to shift it enough that he gets out, but he's going to get injured in the process. Crush an arm or something. Yeah, crush him in the, a bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> Pinch him a bit. Between <laughs> just the, a little crush. <laughs> the, the chunk and the, um, in the floor. So go for it. Fucking no sixes. <laughs> no bloody sixes. Freaking kidding me. Okay, this is this is technically bad, but I, I had this in mind from before. I, I just didn't, I well, lost the, the track. idea of rolling thirteen dice and not getting a single six is yes. so funny. Um, <laughs> so here's the deal. I'm, I'm going to uh, go back a little on the on the consequence. You don't hurt him. 
but it takes time. It takes time you don't technically have, right? So you, you manage to shift it enough, you know, you, you strain, you, you groan, Ulfkill strains and groans and sticks his hammer in between and uses it for a lever and like, <laughs> you start getting up and, and, uh, you know, Fenna rushes forth and grabs Ulfkill's arm from one side and starts hauling. No, we got me hammer! <laughs> yeah, right, and, and you get kind of stuck, like your hammer gets stuck between you and, and all that. My lord, yes. if you could help us with a bit, you know! Your grip slips a bit, so so the the stone sort of goes back, the big chunk sort of goes back, and the weight c- comes on overkill, but it doesn't crush him, you catch it in time. Boy! <laughs> and, and, you know, you're all sweating, and, and uh, it's crazy, and then, like, the big boom 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 outside like is almost upon you and and this constant deep breathing is almost at the door and and you can hear first a big huge crazy blast again of fire this this uh just it just drowns out all other noise clearly directed at the doors when it stops all all you you notice is like a few wisps of smoke rising from the bottom of the the doors right from outside so clearly that didn't work. God bless dwarven engineering. <laughs> <laughs> right, and maybe that's what you say, like, you know, <laughs> or something. We, we don't have God here, so... Um, God, Helgothar. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> you managed to haul Ovkill up, just barely. The air up here is not much better than below, but at least now you can actually take a full lung full of, of air. <sighs> My lord, you got magma underneath this place. <laughs> There, he is up. We have to leave, Susanna. And right at that moment, right, you hear like metallic trunk, and there are three indents in one of the egots, one of the uh, doors, one of the great big. I'm, I'm thinking like iron or metal doors, right? One of the panels on it. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. The whole freaking thing is the the double doors are all metal, crazy dwarven bullshit. And these three huge pinpoints begin to buckle inward, and you hear this, you know, screech of, of metal as it's being twisted. And in the middle of the pinpoints, when they start buckling inward, you see these reddish points as if something really hot is being poked through, right? No, 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 we don't see that because we're our backs to the door and we're running away. <laughs> Dragon <laughs> Oofkill. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so you, you're rushing up the steps and, and follow uh, out through the, the smaller corridors uh, as you hear the, you know, you hear the twisting of the metal behind you. And just as you exit the room into the tunnels, you hear this horrible, chunky, twisting rip as presumably one of the doors is it's just, or both, since they were barred together, are just yeah. ripped out of the frame. Like, <laughs> and th- this breathing, this, this eardrum vibrating deep, horrible breath, uh, you know, begins to hit you again. Not to be one to, uh, that, you know, actually more like, <laughs> not to be one to, <laughs> you know, you know, call the wisdom of this, sir, but we are in a small little tunnel, and he breathes fire. <laughs> <laughs> you can go wherever you want, if Kel. We'll be glad to drop you here. No, no, I'm, I'm happy to be with you, my lord. Somebody test Holdwise and tell me where these tunnels lead. You can't help each other. Tunnel? Oh, no, I have, a lear- I have both at learning, so I actually can't help. Uh, cartography. Not really Flint? what I'm looking for. Flint, you're, you're, the, you're the scout. Don't you have Holdwise? Yes, you do. 
when I'm not <laughs> muted. Sure. Well, okay, let's let's check this out. I think maybe uh, some a certain prince is learning holdwise, right? So that means it's a stat test, and people with actual skills can help people with stats, learning skills. So, and it seems that you are the one who. I mean, Fandral seems to be the one who's a. He's lived here before, and b. He knows the layout. So, get an advantage die. Uh, sure, 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 sure. Flip with Holdwise. He he's been the messenger boy, so he knows the ways in and out. Out of most uh, holds and keeps, uh, even though Scoria is new, there, there are just certain things that you always know that right. are associated with, with mm-hmm. grand halls like this. But you're not one rolling. That's Fandral's rolling. rolling. So Fandral yeah. tells me where, where, where is this little like back tunnel leading first? And this is basically your intent of where you want to end up. Well, there's uh, got to be some servant areas where they prep food or whatever and there's mm-hmm. also um the the king's den or whatever, you know where he might ready himself before he goes out and meets the people absolutely yes yes that is called <laughs> the green room <laughs> i'll call that um an op two hold wise to make sure it's uh it's you're going the right way right which is so, double the force to four which is uh because it's beginner's luck it's a perception skill so you're rolling six dice to begin with and Flint, what's your hold wise? It's B3. A okay, so one die from Flint. So seven versus four. So it's Easy three. peasy. Eight with the advantage die, right? Ah, uh, yes, yes. Routine test for advancing hold wise. Yeah. Oh, I know this place. He used to play in these halls. <laughs> <laughs> so I see you have some sixes. You have two successes above. Can I convince you to explode those sixes for um, a boon? Oh, he did, didn't he? Ouch. <laughs> and two more sixes, so keep rolling. And another more, six. I better get something really good, because this is the best roll I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, like, you've been banking the sixes until now. <laughs> so that's ten. Not only does it lead exactly to where you, you want, like it goes exactly to the servants' quarters and the ready room where the princes or kings of old would array themselves before they went out and presented themselves in the in the magnificent throne room, right? And you rush in and and um there's there you know there are the confused twenty odd axe bearers there and you just see this mess of overwebbed spider webbed like suits of princely armor and stuff. You you see right away, straight away that um this is the uh, a raiment hall where they used to store all of the old, like, masterwork, the legendary, uh, you know, dwarven male armors with the faceplates and everything that, that reportedly protected one from fire. There, there are four full suits that aren't completely fucked that nobody has gotten to yet. No looters came here. No greedy dwarf, no human went here. Probably because they were too terrified to walk, go up here and talk to Rom since he was here and breathing fire and stuff. They're, they're right there. And, and, um, uh, no, they're dusty, they're cobwebbed, I'll go over but you find them. Wipe off one that's, see that it's got my family crest on it. Go, ah, <laughs> this one's mine. Finals, <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, coming up behind and she's lo- kind of looking over your shoulder and is clearly odd, right? Cause this is like, this is wealth. In fact, everyone with wealth or craftsmanship, greed time. <laughs> Let's see you fight over this. 
what this is is she's magnificent, which is a steel test. Mm. Uh, and the obstacle is going to be either your hesitation or your greed exponent if that is higher, which is the case for Vandral. Um, I'm pretty sure it's not the case for either Old Kill or Flint. It's five. Yeah, I got it. This yeah. is five. My greed is my greed is five. Yeah. So same. <laughs> well, I've already said mine. Sure, yeah. sure. <laughs> Let's see how many combat you. Yeah, I make it. I'd roll exactly my greed. Excellent. Bloody. None of them my size. You know, as I hit my stout dwarf the body. The test is passed. There is no adverse reaction. The character maintains his composure and restrains his will. I look, so, o- I look over at, at, at Flint. Yeah, this, that one over there will fit you, lad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm rolling six dice and trying to get five or more? Yes. No, which, yeah, wherever your hesitation or greed is, whichever is higher. I think they're the same. And steel is, is open-ended by default, so any sixes you roll, re-roll them right away. So what is your hesitation, Flint? Was it five? Five. Yeah, so for three actions, you have to either stand and drool, or you gotta I have will, it. How about, can I run my hand over all the other suits looking for a Goddardam crest? That could be part of standing and drooling, yeah. You, you know, you're just like, oh. Uh-oh, sure, we'll we do that. We'll dust off the other suits and try to see what the deal is. All of them apparently have the um, Vandal's Clan, uh, Vandal's Clan, uh, well, Vandal too, uh, seals on them. Whether they were put there after after manufacture or what, we don't know. But they're all marked. And <sighs> <laughs> uh, Gurm is, is sort of coughing in the background. <laughs> oh. oh, Gurm's still alive. Great. <laughs> Sorry about the dust. They're ma- they're magnificent. I didn't think anything like this was was still around. I haven't seen anything like it. This is where we say something disparaging about that bastard Dooney hadn't found them and sold them. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, Fennis as well. They are magnificent. We should we should bring them. Well, this is when Ufkel puts his hand up and then points to all the webs. There may be a reason why no one's come in here. I wonder if mothers got a kid uh, here. Don't, they're not that size webs. Oh, um, oh okay. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. <laughs> not like pick up a little smite, spider, hold that out to to Ufkel. <laughs> Ufkel reaches out and crushes it, <laughs> throws it to the ground. There you go, spider breaker. Horrible man. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. If we got Arndra here, I look around for the weapons rack. Sure, sure. <laughs> my liege, I hold up my. Poorly made hammer. If I find one that's better, may I? I would say yes. Go ahead, look look through the hammers to see if there's one that's better. Which means any anything in here made is dwarf made is better than what I got right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there are some chunky swords, uh, some axes uh, hanging sideways in 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 um, half ruined racks. Sword or axe is your is your choice. I don't have axe wise. Axe wise. <laughs> You right, can no, tell right away. You don't. You don't need a wise. You can tell as a dwarf. <laughs> these are all better than what you got. <laughs> yes, but I don't have my my combat skill is hammer. Yeah, I don't have axe or sword. It's just like I'm looking at these things, going, uh, "Well, grab one at random, an axe. It's you use it like a hammer, right?" <laughs> is that what he said? <laughs> yeah. So you throw one with great skill once. I. Well, this would be a good time to get any axe bearers equipped that uh, lost their weapons in the flight. Oh yeah, you could you could easily do that. A lot of them had their stuff in their belts, so uh, it's not too bad. 
but yeah, like one or well, two maybe picking out something uh, in a in a in a bit of a haste. Uh, there are a few experts, you know, peering fearfully into the corridor where you came from. All you hear is this distant breathing, but no fires is like jetting through it or anything. So you're, you're pilfering the suits. Yeah. All right. You, you have to give the humans credit. They really know how to fuck things up. <laughs> So then we gather up the great armor, and we'll continue towards the rear exit. Flint, do you grab a suit and start putting it on? That's a bit of work. Like, that's that's going to take a while. Um, You're in transit, I, so to speak. You can grab suits and, and run with it, right? Well, um, I do have uh, Dwarven. <clears throat> see, I think there's an R in there. <laughs> Heavy mail. Statistically, is that the same? Or is this stuff actually head and shoulders better than that? This is like Fandral Rolls Royce better. We'll drag one out if yeah, I don't have to brain anybody for it. No, no, no. Unless the prince is like, well, actually, Flint, I think you should leave that to me. <laughs> <laughs> I picked the best suit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. You know, the prince gets first pick of the litter. Hey, mm-hmm. I, I've been enough of a uh, shield man for him. I could probably wear his livery and not feel bad about it. Totally, I I forgot to uh, like check in with with the Fandral. Like you you failed the steel test, but only by two, right? Two. So two actions, stand and drool, essentially. I didn't I didn't hear. A, I must have it. Functionally the same, perhaps, but I would have perhaps thrown in some complications in that case. Well, what you do is you put the player on the spot and say, "Tell us what you are telling everyone else about the history of this armor." <laughs> no, no, I would have been like. You know, oh, nobody else touches these armors. Those, I mean, I, I did say the seal of, of his family are on all of them, so you would have gotten nothing. But if it's stand and drool, it's like, oh, okay, grabbing that. Obviously, he he must have the one he wants. Sure. But <laughs> he can't wear more than one, so. Indeed, it's not it's not the crazy greed, it's just the regular greed. The <laughs> bread and butter. <laughs> Dwarven greed. <laughs> So anything else we want to accomplish inside of this little tiny scene? Any any blathering? Any tests? Do you want to test any history? Do you want to test any stuff-wise? Maybe ancient history. Maybe I know something about the the armor that's particularly neat. Uh, tell me something that you know about the armor. This looks like it was worn by my great-grandfather Pendral <laughs> during his great campaigns and is has special mythic uh protection oh yeah okay so so you you do remember right away like the look of these armors is the type of armor that that is rumored at least to be like fireproof but maybe the ancient history test is about saying oh this is in fact not only you know this type of armor that i heard about this is the one armor that that my ancestor wore in this engagement right so it, it could be proof so, so what's your intent? Establish beyond uh, beyond a doubt that they are fireproof, or at least that suit. Okay, that's a it's kind of specific. It's a single person. It's a single person's armor, but it's it's not like Joe Baker. It's actually a forebear of princely type. Yeah, so let's call it an ah uh, before. Not an obscure person in history, but I think the. The deal you're talking about is a bit obscure. The the specific event of like, you know, the, we remember this time when he faced, in fact, a real fire inferno or something and lived. So what is your uh, exponent? Five. Five. So you get four successes. It's true. 
<laughs> you get fewer successes. Maybe it's not true. No, you're not the one with chronology of kings, right? That's Ari. Would Bannerwise help with insignia and such? Have a B2 and Bannerwise. Which would be something similar to heraldry. Just enough to confirm, oh yeah, that was what's-his-face. Just trying to lend a die. I'll go, I'll go for that. If you want to help, that's fine. Sure, um, sure. Because I'm already disappointed that there's no Goddardam crest, but that means I may recognize some of the others. Because it's a family seal doesn't mean that's not the only thing. There might be other regalia and, and streamers and stuff that mm-hmm. would go with that. So this would be, for you, it would be a challenging test for Bannerwise. So you, you go ahead and record that. And for Fandral, it's difficult, right? As it stands, anyway. It's, yeah, no, hold on. Helping it's, die, I think it goes yeah, helping die is going to bump down. I'll throw a persona on there. Four. So what 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 in the armor or about the armor is it that jogs your memory? I go. Yeah, I wonder if this is that armor that uh, Pendral wore when he was facing off against the uh, the goblins. Tried to roll flaming logs at them, and he was able to walk right through there. And then Flint maybe points out that oh, here's the symbol of that battle. Ah, it's like a fire symbol that. I imagine it's a streamer of burning tree. Is that something that that dwarves do if they're like powerful and and have like are, are all like dwarven male armors like historied in that way? Like like each owner adds something to them or or like a mark or something? Well, definitely the ceremonial pieces that we have here. Standard working armor. It depends on your vanity. Well, not working on. I'm talking about. Uh, I mean, these are these aren't terribly. These aren't strictly speaking ceremonial. They're just the best possible armor that dwarves can make. And ah. because they're so hard to make, they're inherited, right? They they count as property. Record history on them that this armor was in this battle and this campaign worn by this great person. Right. So maybe so, you can trace the history of the armor by looking at all of the like little seals and and stuff that people have worked in over the over the centuries. Sounds like it's got a bunch of Boy Scout badges on it. <laughs> I'm thinking maybe maybe the inside if you if you like open it up there's there's like a leather plating or something on on uh, on the inside on the back and there's some uh, someone's you know insignia one of the like plates that cover the the belly portion has on the inside has you know a stamp or something like so slowly throughout the centuries it, it becomes this not gaudy but this collection of not boy scout stamps but or, or medals <laughs> but there's scribblings and old runes and stuff that if you if you know what you're looking for you can like the oldest suits are probably like the oldest markings on them are probably almost effaced like there are probably layers of markings i sit there i look down my i pick up my flask Bloody hell! Me, me apprentices and the other dwarves back at the campfire. Yes, that's why we're getting out of here. <laughs> I how? I point to the way we came in. We ain't going out that way, sire. Well, the, <laughs> there are other ways. Yeah, follow me, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm somebody. Drag Ufkel. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> sire. Yes, strike me to the core. <laughs> I think Gurm is just like like got him some slack. He just had a stone fall on him. I've had worse. <laughs> Don't forget, he was also gassed and squeezed. <laughs> it's not my first fire either. As you guys begin to bicker and, and like do your back and forth and you shuffle through the next, uh, you know, tunnel out of this place with your gains in hand, we diagonal wipe to outside of uh, Scoria, outer Scoria. 
a dismal cave, essentially, connected to the underway that goes north, where we see a bunch of Marl scouts sitting in the middle of the cave. It's a kind of cramped small cave. They're sitting in the middle. They're chained hand and foot. Uh, half of them are barefoot. Uh, there's Ty. There's Slate. Dog. Not the dog. Oh, where'd he the go? dog was in camp, remember? He's probably uh, still waiting there for me. <laughs> <laughs> there's Rollin, who uh, somebody, you know, beat his feet or something. So they're sort of cut up and bloody, and, and um, he sort of win- winces every once in a while and, and, and holds them. Uh, and there are three other scouts, one of which you may remember is uh, Sled, the uh, the guy that you sort of didn't have time to treat way back when, and, and as such, uh, he, he lost one of his eyes, or he lost the sight in one of his eyes. It's like milky and, and, and crap. He was one of, or is one of Roar's men, technically, but since you had scouts on the mend hurt, uh, he had volunteered for scout duty. And of course, that didn't go so well, possibly because he's half-blind. So you're in the middle, and you're sort of grumbling and, and uh, so forth. But as we recall, Slate calmed Ty. So Ty is, is um, he's much more level than you've ever seen him, I think, biding his time, right? He, and he has like a cut lip, uh, cut above his brow. He looks like he has been worked over. And around you, here and there, are Brekia Axe Bears and Sergeant Thod, who is pacing back and forth and gnawing his beard, waiting for something, some order, some messenger. What do you do, Slate? You're in the middle, you're chained up. Okay, I can't use my hands, then. Well, you can you can use them, but um, they're, they're kind of chained to the rest of the dwarves. I know Thod's name, don't I? Oh, yeah. He introduced himself. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try and get his attention. Yeah, he squints over to you, uh, squints at the rest of the, the scouts, and then he heaves a sigh, and he he points to you. He he like grabs, gets the attention of one of the bricky experts, points to you, and the expert walks over to you, grabs you by the shoulder, holds you up if you're sitting. I am. Uh, so. Yeah, he gives you a look like if you make any sudden moves, you're going to regret it. Like he doesn't say it, but you can tell right away that that's what he's that's what he's putting down. And then he starts to unlock your manacles and you, and your feeticles. Whatever that's called. <laughs> Shackles. Feeticles. <laughs> 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 so yeah, you, you, you come loose, like there's been some chafing, the iron has chafed into your skin a bit, so so it's it's is nice to be free. Slate still barefoot? Slate I, I he was barefoot before. I don't remember that. So so if Yeah, he was I gave my shoes to somebody. Yeah, I don't okay. remember who. What? <laughs> I don't remember that, but okay. I just remember he was barefoot. I can't remember why. All right. Pretty easy. Probably, they probably took his, his shoes in that case. Bastard brachiad dwarves. So, um, He's going to keep his hands behind his back because he doesn't... He he is smart enough to know if he tries anything right now, he's going to get killed and he's going to get the rest of them killed. Yeah, the, the, the axe bearer is like thumbing his axe in his belt, you know, just waiting for you. And the way that, that a gunfighter would like put his hand on his pistol... Right, just waiting for you to do something, uh, and he's just watching you, and and thoughts like waving you over. All right, I'm gonna walk over there, and I'm gonna keep my hands where they can see them behind your back. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean like literally behind my back and open so they can uh, see. Okay. I don't have anything. Thought for a dwarf, he's like approaching dwarven middle age. Um, he's bald. He has uh, a big forked beard. 
Um, you may not remember, but but like a year and five days ago, uh, or like a year and <laughs> almost a year ago, we established that he clearly wasn't comfortable with his orders, right? His commander had told him, like, you know, you go to so-and-so place and you wait for the signal and you know what to do. Uh, and clearly that was something that he wasn't comfy with. So he's still in that state. Like, he's clearly mulling things over, like, well, okay, what am I going to do? Like, if I get the order, what am I going to do? Because they want to kill us. Okay, I'm going to use that. Yeah, so he's like, um, <clears throat> what do you want? Well, I'd like to treat my men. What? One of them is not going to be able to walk, so they won't be much use to you. He looks at their feet, and then he shrugs, and he says, um... I need my pack back. <laughs> chances are you're not going to be walking out of this cave anyway. Yeah, but they don't need to know that. You and I are both smart enough to know what's going to happen, but they don't <laughs> need to know that. Are you looking at all of the other dwarves when you say this? No, I'm not. I'm keeping my voice also very, very low. So Thoughts, he's looking at them, and he's just like, I think one or two of them aren't that dumb. Yeah, I think one or two of them aren't either, but there's no use in making the rest of them panic. You barely could get us under control when we were still free. You think that knowing what's going to happen to us is going to help you in this situation? I can keep them calm, but only if you let me do what I was trained to do. Uh, I think he sighs and he says, I, I don't have your instruments. Do you have anything that I could use? He looks about to the bricky axe bearers, and then he says, um, water, maybe some rags. Water, rags, and I don't know the name of the plants around you, but like me personally as a player just does not know the name of the plants, but he rattles off a few that might help with the pain. Do you have any of that? I can he do my shakes job. his head like yeah, like they they're they're not like super savvy about cave fungus and lichen and stuff. So best the best he can offer you are like field dressing, cleaning, and and dressing the wounds. I can deal with that. So yeah. And uh, before he turns to give the order, I um very slowly so the the axe bearers don't jump. Okay. On me, um, I'm gonna just put my hand on his shoulder very lightly. And for what it's worth, I don't blame you. When you do that. You, you can hear this like shift in, uh, you know, behind you, you know, the axe bearer who's looking at you constantly. You can feel his eyes in the back of your head. You hear this shift of leather, like he shifted his stance probably to be ready for you doing something. And when he does that, you, you hear this rattle of the chains. So, you know, the scouts are like, okay, okay, whoa, what's happening? So like there, there's this appreciable tension, rise of tension in that moment. And, you know, Thod's looking down at your hand and then to you and, and um, uh, he just nods like silently. And that seems to like dispel the immediate craziness. There's another like leathery shift behind you and uh, as probably the axe bearer relaxes a little. You can see Ty is like looking at you guys very intently, like trying to keep his cool. Rollin is just glaring at all the axe bearers and Sled is, is scratching his ruined eye. I assume he's going to bring water and rags. Yeah, he signs for, so, for some of the others to bring them to you. So I'm going to go over to Ty, and I'm going to make make a big deal out of uh, washing and dressing the cracked lip and the scrapes and stuff while I'm, while I'm talking very low to him. As you do, like, there seems to be, like, something. Like, you did something to Ty. Like, you gave him a bit of confidence, at least that you had a chance, a shot at getting out of here last time. So he's just, like, looking back at the axe bearer who's looking at you. Kind of like, you know, these like young dogs, young male dogs looking at each other like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, you go. 
no, oh, you, I'm ready, you know. So he's like, you're dabbing his face, and he's just like kind of swatting away you away as he's like making sure that he keeps eye contact with this other guy. I mean, he's totally outclassed, clearly, but still, he's like, oh, God. You want to go? Because I'm going to go. Like, like if you mess with Slate, like, I'm, what are you whispering to him? He needs to keep a lid on it for the time being because in essentially Slate knows they're going to kill us. So he said he says that to Ty, and he says he needs to keep that from the others. So under his breath, he's like, so, so how are we getting out of here? Just wait for the right moment. There will be a moment, and it'll be only one moment, and we're going to grab it. So don't do anything until, well, until I tell you to. Cool. I think your successful soothing platitudes from previously, I'll, I'll, that, left, that rides till now. So um, you don't need to make any new tests. He's clearly on board. Uh, you can see, though, that Sled's like, he's giving you the stink eye, and he's, he looks at you. Uh, Sled's smart enough to know what they're going to do to us. Oh, yeah, and it's clear that he blames you. He looks at you, like, gives you the dirty eye, and then he spits demonstratively on the floor, like, <laughs> I think it doesn't bother Slate, to be perfectly honest. I think he's no. just going to roll his eyes and move on to the, the next injured one, the one with the sore feet. Beyond treating the dwarves... Like, what, what do you do? I'm doing two things when I'm treating the dwar- dwarves. I'm, one, I'm treating their wounds. Second thing is I'm seeing who is fit to run out of here. Who's fit oh. to run and who's fit to carry and who's fit to get the supplies and who's fit to fight. Um, how would we put that? Could be perception, could also be your, um, your chirurgy. Like, to, to, I think, I think uh. you could use your chirurgy to, to like say, uh, it would be a lower obstacle because you know, like, okay, you can't run on this foot. You can run on this foot, so forth. Right? It's more of a medical, purely fit-wise, ob one chirurgy skill Chirurgy's test. So it's a B five. You could fork in anatomy if you want to have better a better understanding. So six right, six so. dice. One two three four. So no worries. Rollin is like clearly bothered by uh, the cuts. He he could probably put up a fight, but he couldn't run very far. The others are pretty decent. Some of them have been jostled around, maybe punched, but not bad. All right, so I have a I have a count in my head. So how many guards versus how many fit dwarves? So so let me uh, stop you here for a moment. Let's let's um, go over your beliefs again, because currently your belief is you will convince Thod that you're not enemies, right? Yeah, I am, I, but I have to have a backup be on the, plan. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. So it's, it, this is just like a. Okay, if sh- things this is go like to shit, if, I have... If, if shit hits the fan, <laughs> gotcha. then then this is what we're, we're working with. But nice. I am still going to try to convince Thought. I need to get him alone. Like, you, you are as alone as you're going to be. Like, if you go over to him again and talk to him, that and he's, you speak low together, that's that's as private as it gets. I try to find some common ground with him. What is he doing while I'm examining dwarves? He's looking... At you work without actually looking at you work. Like, again, he's gnawing his lower lip, like clearly preoccupied with the weight of duty. Uh, once I'm finished, I'm going to go back over to him. Couldn't help but notice that you're a bit um, pensive. <laughs> Do you want to talk about it? He, I think he scowls at you like, no, I don't. And there's just like this moment where he looks back at like the empty shackles. And you can see that he's thinking of like, oh, I should just tell him to go go put his shackles on again. I'm not going to hurt you. <laughs> I, I think I think that's great, because 
actually, give me a soothing platitudes and, and take an extra like advantage advantage die. I think he's in need of somebody to like take the edge off. Uh, so I'm going to lower his obstacle to three. So you're rolling four versus three, and if you succeed, like you're you're going to open an avenue of, of like real communication <clears throat> where he's not on guard. If you don't. He's gonna like take that away from you. He's gonna take away that avenue. Like you're gonna be back. In. You're gonna have to go with Plan B essentially. Can I fork in anything? Do you have funny wise or? <laughs> no, not really etiquette. But that's. Uh, you, I guess you could fork in course persuasion since if you're being like you know if, if you if you give him a jog you know sh- shove his shoulder or something like be a bit touchy. Uh, you could. Yeah, I could be a bit touchy. I don't have any weapons, so that yeah, big dummy. I'm not. I'm no threat to you. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not yeah. gonna hurt you. I can, I can, I can throw that one in, so I get five. Oh, you spent the persona. Yeah, I did, and I still managed to fail. Oh well. Uh, you have no sixes. Okay, ouch. So you you, you do that. He cracks a smile. It could have been a smile of of you know f- a friendly smile, but instead it's it's the sinister smile instead, like. Or not sinister. Um, it, it's a no shit Sherlock smile. Okay, it's ironic. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, you know he points to the you know shackles. And he, he says, "Are you going to put them on yourself, or is he going to do it for you?" And he nods to the the axe bearer. I'll put them on myself. You with his eyes. I'll put them on myself. You don't have to bring in the big guns, like I said. <laughs> I mean you no harm. We're not your enemies, Thad. Walks back over and. Puts the shackles on with no resistance. Ty is like, she's looking at the expert and then he's like shifting his, you know, shoulder a little your way. And it's like, so what do we do? Still working that out. I'm counting how many guards there are. There are five experts all told, plus Thawd, so six. So you are, you are even, you're evenly numbered, but you guys are shackled. You have no equipment, that kind of stuff. Most of you are barefoot. All of you, in fact. Do have an idea, but it's really stupid. <laughs> Do you want to think a little about it, or I'd like to think a little about it. Okay, let's cut away to the other dwarfs. So, out of the arraignment hall, you you rush through the corridors and downstairs, and you you end up in a not a deep dark chasm, but a deep dark crevice uh, alleyway to the side, away from the throne room. You pour out into Scoria. And uh, like way above you, up to the left, right, you you hear there's this rumbling and 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 ruckusing about, and and there's there's this roaring occasionally of fire. And the mountain shakes a little under your feet, we're but you're out, re- right? We're going to have to rebuild your your throne room, my liege. Yes, that will be uh, on the agenda after we are the dragon. Aye. <laughs> So how do we do it, my lord? First, let's get to our people and make sure that they get to safety. And where would so, that be, so, my lord? <laughs> how many X-Bears do we have? How many X-Bears does Fena have? Uh, all told, you have about, well, okay, you had 22 of them. You you had 12 yourselves, plus you guys, uh, and Fena brought in 10. Uh, so she's t- her her entire like group are 12 dwarves, her, Gurm, and, and 10 X-Bears. Okay, not not enough to stage a, a coup. coup d'état. <laughs> Here's also the, also the thing you we haven't gotten into the terms yet, but she lost the Dulowitz and is under the obligation of like supporting Fanderless as, as like prince king. So if there's treachery, it's not going to come from her. So if he killed Gurm, you know, 
<laughs> I wasn't quite thinking treachery. I was just saying, uh, dear, could you see if these manacles fit you? Yeah, yeah I think we'll uh, head to the lower levels where there are fewer places for a giant dragon to go. Here's a question for all of you. You you're you're in the the richer kind of district where all the like important clan halls are located and a few of them you had people in like the Stone Hewers Hall where where um Stonebones and Bruna and and some of the infirm dwarves uh, hung out and a few of the other like there was one in particular that was um put aside for for your party by Brom, or now, no, Gromus, he gods, the former watch commander. But I guess also there may be some brewers down in the breweries working no, we, we, to. Well, no, the plan was go clean, you know, clear out uh, Black Rock, and then we would go, he, get over there and, and uh, set up shop. So they're basically all wherever we staged at. They're in the they're in the staging area before moving all of the stuff down into the breweries. Yeah, right yeah, now, which yeah. is be a so bit of a problem. So they're still technically they're they're in Scoria proper. Uh, yeah. Well, you have a few leads. Where where do you want to go? Well, we're gonna go assembling our party and look to go down into some of the deeper levels of where we can kind of get ourselves together and organize without a dragon suddenly popping its head. Okay. In. Well, you 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 can easily slip away, find some lower nondescript hold or tunnel, and find a a, a space where you can. Just take a breath uh, and figure out what to do if you want to do that. That's that's easy. We can just cut to that if you want to have a scene chatting about it. Or mm-hmm. you could just pick like, okay, you go there, you go there, you go there. And then we jump to that scene. Flint, you say the dragon was, you know, so big and so long. He wouldn't fit in the in the passageway to the Black Rock Brewery, would he now? You always got brewery on the brain, and every time I unmute, the dog farts. Uh, speaking of dogs, gather up the dogs and... Um, hey, they're good eating. No, no, no. Uh, slate. Uh, slate? Look, look, hey, where's Slate? Looking over... Uh, uh, slate was used by Fenna as a bargaining chip, right? Yes. Or at least Slate's satchel. I guess I'm uh, terribly asked, did that come with us or not? All right, so I guess uh, I guess what we're de- doing is is you're you're shuffling off to this. The first we're gonna get all the the dwarfs so they know what's going on, so they don't come wandering in like ah dragon. Uh, you you're gonna have to find them, right? That is that is the first thing, and finding them is gonna risk drawing the attention of this dragon. So that's the thing. That's just not something that will happen. Uh, Thank goodness you have a scout. Hi. <laughs> we know where we know where my boys are. So let's boys let's say are. you know you file out into this like little dark alleyway down to the side, way down away from the immediate attention of the dragon. You're all like, okay, we're out. Scorius before you. Now what do we do? Stonebones is over there. Mm-hmm. If he's there, then I need to go that way to get to my, to the wagon train. Yeah, I think your brewers are the ones who would be farthest away from the rest of the group. Yeah. And the others, we haven't spread out too far because we're, we're not that many. So go count, uh, noses and count beards and, uh, get everybody together and get to some places relatively safe where the dragons can't get. I, I'll go off to meet dwarfs, sir. My apprentices, sir. And, and where should we meet you? We'll meet, um, in front of the meeting hall where we have the council. Oh, that's oh. very close. 
smarter idea might be actually to rendezvous with the, the brewer dwarves at the staging area because that's the farthest away, right? We'll come to you. Aye, sir. If I see anyone on the way there, I'll tell them to follow me. Wish me luck, and I'd start trotting off. I, I am concerned about my scouts, but I'm also concerned about uh, our people in the infirmary. Both need to be found and evacuated. Yes, the infirmary's right over there. That won't be too hard to find. Evacuating them, gather up people you need to make litters, and we'll carry them. Fena, uh, what about our people? Are, are you going to release them? They have no bargaining value to me now. They should be safe in a... And then she remembers something, and she swears to herself. Yeah, I think Fanwood goes, wow, they've got to be safer than us, right? <laughs> she says, I left them in the in the care of, of my captain, and my captain is... She has um, a temper. If she thinks I might have been might be in danger, she might do something rash. I, I need to get to her now. Okay. Uh. <laughs> you and your people go and make sure that they are safe. Where can we get back in contact with you and you the rest of your Brekia dwarves? So, uh, Gurm will go, well, it may help matters if we come with um, the prince in tow, you know... Uh, your captives might be, our captives might be more inclined to believe we are unified in purpose, yes? Your people don't believe you? I guess that's why I'm king. No, I'm talking about your people, their trust, all that. So then I guess we're relocating our camp outside of Scoria. Might be a good idea, yes. Perhaps at the Great Gates? Why not? It's a good landmark. Well, let's get our group together and... Move out. Well, if, you'll, if you'll tend to that, sir, the, I'll take care of the infirmary and make sure that uh, Stonebones and Bruna and the others get back to the camp. I thought you were already doing that. Get going. <laughs> Gone. Give them a salute and out. All right. Here's a question for Todd. Would you like to revise your belief about finding um, Slate? Because it seems like... I pawned that belief off on Fandral, so I don't know if that's mission accomplished or not. <laughs> well, it's not something you were doing, right? So I'm, I'm sure you're interested I, in something Slate. I have to protect them all! Yeah, I know. So maybe you should decide, like, get, get Bruna and Stonebones out of... Yeah, something. yeah. That, that, that seems yeah. to be what you're doing now. Yes, the, the situation is fluid. We'll go with Stonebones and Bruna, because I'm pretty sure they have questions, too, like... What was that ungodly noise? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sure. We'll update. Get cool. dog, too. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slate's dog is in the Breccia camp. Oops. Way out of reach for any of you. To the infirmary. All right. So I'm just waiting for the for the penny to drop and everyone to remember that Wolfkill wasn't there when you changed the plans. I know. It's fun. It can be remedied by Fandral going, and somebody run after Ulfkill. Oh, uh, uh, but that would require him to actually consider Ulfkill that important. Remember to remember about. Well, uh, he's, he's responsible for a whole lot of dwarves that Fandral has a belief about, so yes. We are leaving, so when we're getting out of here, we'll probably head close enough to where he is, except you're going to have to leave your uh, wagons and stuff behind. <laughs> well, we'll carry what beer we can. All right. Let's let's pick some dwarves. I think we'll start with Old Kelly. You ran away. You ran ahead to begin with, right? And, and if I meet uh, anyone, if I meet anyone, I say, "Come with me." We're we're assembling at the camp. After a minute or two of rushing, you know, trying to uh, orientate, you know, rushing up some stairs and and into some side streets, you hear, you know, somebody calling after you. Old Kelly, wait! Turn around. Who is and 
And uh, this guy with a bit of a weird grin because of a scar comes huffing after you with his his uh, new footman's axe, the Axeberg Grinner from previously. We're, we're assembling before the gates, outside the gates. Different plan. I'll come with you. So this is less <laughs> about finding your way back and more about finding your ba- way back expediently without drawing unwanted attention. Because, you know, give, give you half an hour and you would have found it. No. What am I going against? Uh, I'm going to say an ob three. Uh, there's a lot of chaos, weird things going on. You want to get there expediently without drawing attention. Flashes of light from up above in the gallery from where the, where the castle is. <laughs> yep. So, well, I got that makes it makes it a six because it doubles because I'm still learning and I'm rolling a six. I'm not going to spend anything. I only got one percent left. I am not spending that, <laughs> <laughs> which I actually got a one success. Yeah. You're rushing through this this now dead, uh, rumbling dwarf hold, and you're crossing like a little side street that that uh, opens up upon the main avenue. Um, and this this dog, this well y- yelping great big warghound starts, you know, c- comes careering past you. Yeah, its entire back is engulfed in fire. There's another uh, crawling away from from the big like. Uh, heaps of charred human corpses uh, that appear to have been caught half in the mess. You see a couple of the humans that are, appear to be kind of badly burnt. They look like servants. Look like, uh, if you remember, maybe Vilari's servants, right? Not necessarily the warriors, but uh, the people who walked around with them. The camp followers, basically. Yes, sort of. Obviously, not and true they believers. See you guys. The non-incinerated versions. Yeah. <laughs> they holler and, and shout and scream and rush for you, waving their arms. My axe comes up and I say, hold, hold, hold. Are, are they on fire? No, they're not on fire. They're just burnt. They, they've been seared. One One's half face is, is uh, almost seared off. The other guy has very bad burns on his arms. They're, they're sooty. They're sweaty. They're just, they look wild. You know, their eyes are bloodshot and wide. My ex is uh, yelling, hold, stop, stop, back me up. He lifts his, like, uh, uh, footman's axe over his head like a Tuscan raider and goes, ah, ah, to, to counter scream at them to make them stop. It works, right? They, they, they halt, uh, and, uh, but they don't stop shouting and so forth. They're like, uh, they stop a bit in front of you and, and one of them c- kind of tries to reach for you, but Grenier like waves his axe. And so he, what? he, he, what? Uh, you know, takes a step back. You hear something in the muddled mess of, of syllables, like something about help and mistress and dragon death. Oh, the lady. I, I sit there because I don't speak human. Lady. And I make the hand motions, you know. Oh, one of them, like, you know, he recognizes you and uh, he grabs the other one. It's like points to you. And, and there's this mess of syllables in their own language tries to sign for you to like nods and yes, la- lady. And you know, and he points back out toward the Avenue. I go, I go is it Grunier, right? Grunier. Grunier, Grunier. Find the, the apprentices and let them know. I gotta help these rescue the lady. <laughs> <laughs> Lad, come here. As the headmaster of the Brewers Guild of Scoria Deep, I task you with this. Go find the, go find the Brewers and take them to the main gate. He, he sort of does that kind of jumping from, from one foot to the other. Not sure if he's, he, he should be running with you or running away. But then he swears at you and goes, we're insane off Cal. And then he runs off toward the, um, 
toward the brewery. Hey, man, but I task you. <laughs> As I walk, I see that poor dog, and I go, buddy, forgive me, Slate. Chop. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be in pain, so I just kill it. Once Grinnell runs, rushes off, they both sort of are on you, like, and they're pawing you, and they're dragging you, and they're, and they're pointing. I shake him off. Lead. Make make finger motion. Lead. <laughs> I think you have to make a show of saying you're the boss because they're in some kind of wild panic. Well, I, I'm learning intimidation. The axe is out. Probably has the nice little brass bit on the bottom. Clang it on the floor. Thump my chest. And I point it to them. And then I point and I just yell, lead. Lead me to her. The lady. I'm going to try intimidation at this point because it's. Sounds it's more good. like command. All right. That's good. What is your command? Oh, it's your learning. Yeah. This test will cross it off, so you get command. Woo. So what am, I, what am I rolling against? Four. Okay, so eight? Yeah, it's harsh. Beginner's luck is harsh. Do you think I can fork in in that? I don't think I can. It's a, it's a stat, so no, you can't fork anything. Six to versus eight. Roll sixes. I got two sixes on that. <laughs> yeah, I will spend a fate point on that. I got five out of eight, so I missed it by three. You you try to do the whole, like, you know, listen to me thing, but they're just, they're grabbing the axe, they're grabbing you, they're grabbing you by the beard, by the hair. Um, <sighs> I just and, start and running. And shouting, and they drag you out in the middle of all the corpse piles. You know, you can see in the corner of your eye, right, how this big shape, this is gout of smoke rolling out, out of the the ruined doors. I, be, I, um, I run to the nearest cover, dragging them along behind me. Hold on, hold on. The smoke welling out of the uh, throne room, the open ruined door. You see the, the twisted uh, metal portals have been like flung down the steps. And this shape, these two four hands, uh, you know, four paws hands emerge uh, and and take hold of the uh, the door frame and as they do you know the the stone crumbles under them and then this big huge head pokes out from the burning ember eyes you you know it's seen you but it's I'll have to go change away. my armor now it's a long ways away still <laughs> i'll have to change my armor now now i run to the nearest <laughs> cover they see it too and one of them just rushes off in a random direction he just wa- wails and runs off in a different direction. So, so is it Two Face or is the other one? He said one has half his face burned off, so I'm calling him Two Face in my oh, head. Oh, okay, totally. It's, <laughs> it's the one with the the arms, the burned arms, is less grabby. So he, he he's like jumping around, and then you know he follows your lead. Uh, th- I think it is a good point to switch over to the other party. Let's go with Flint. You wanted to get to the old stone hewers, cutters, makers hall. Without being devoured. That would be a real plus. <laughs> I can make no promises on that account now that you have spent your last persona. Yeah. That was <laughs> supposed to be a safety blanket. Thank you, Ufkel. <laughs> he didn't make you spend it. Anywho. He didn't nominate me for Shield of the Dwarves or some crap like that. <laughs> oh. Hey, now. That's your trait. You were what? kind of acting in the protection of another dwarf, right? Why do you think I did that? I'm Flint, Shield of the Dwarves. Duh! That, that means the die <laughs> trait says you get an extra die when you do that. Oh. You well, big it, dummy. <laughs> it, it doesn't matter. I was doomed to fail. <laughs> but that means you still have uh, your persona. I'll take that trade just in case I, I, I need to get my tail saved. Okay, you're rushing off uh, in your own direction. 
this is kind of concurrent with uh, Ofkel's dilemma. Oh yeah. So you know, if you if you fling an eye back at uh, the prince's hall, like the the throne room, right? Uh, you too see that there's there's just smoke and and stuff welling out uh, out of it, but there's no dragon yet. But you can hear this breathing and something moving around in there, and the occasional rumble. It, it's terrible. That part of my mind is thinking, what is the dragon looking for? Dwarves. Probably dwarves, but at the same time, it, it definitely headed in a beeline to the throne room. Almost mm-hmm. like it either it knew something from Rom, or it, it, it has some carryover memory of, this is the place to be, this is my place. I, yeah, I know, it, I'm odd that way, but Flint would be trying to think like a dragon and failing. <laughs> so there's this moment where you're looking back and you're like, what is it doing up there? And then yeah. back to... So you wanna you wanna get there right in a an expedient fashion without being seen. I'd go for either holdwise or stealthy, depending on your intent. There's no way around it. You have to cross the main thoroughfare, the main avenue where all of the corpses are sprawled, and it's it's stinky, it's messy. The smell is horrendous. There are wisps of smoke here and there. Here and there, bits of cloth are still burning. Uh, if we can use that to our advantage, that that's mm-hmm. that's difficult terrain. Quick question. Am I still slapping around that extra suit of armor, or was there a scene change where I could have swapped out? I don't think you would have had time to swap it out. You could have put it on one of the axe bears you trusted. If you don't want to want to haul it around, it, it's a bit of a weight. Yeah, I, th- I think it is temporarily in the arms of another dwarf. Works for me. And that's said with all the greed that I can muster. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Stealthy's B4. That that seems like a lot better uh, way to do this than hold-wise. Sure. I'll give you an advantage for the terrain, shall we say. So is it a lot easier easier to be stealthy when people aren't looking at you? <laughs> well, Fingers we'll crossed. See if there is someone looking at you, we don't know. <laughs> so the obvious three again. So you're five dice currently. That seems appropriate. Since it's a skill... Can I fork old whites into finding the best path? Sure, yes. Uh, if you it. also have, like, I don't know, ghastly battlefield-wise, you could potentially fork it in. <laughs> no, no, but when my life's not in peril, I actually get a decent roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're rolled, okay. So, so basically, zigzag from one pile of charred <laughs> smoky husks going, wow, that's going to take a while to get that stink out. Yeah, you... <laughs> Here and there, you can hear the barking of dogs, you can hear the whining of dogs, you can hear faintly in the distance, you can hear the echoing of, of someone screaming. Not in pain necessarily, but like in, in like shock or something. Dwarvish uh, or human? Tough to tell, but you may be leaning more toward human. Personally, they cause this best, so yeah, good for them. Let them scream. Yeah. I've got dwar- dwarves to take care of. <laughs> you make it. You make it to the Stone Hewers Hall. Uh, there, there's a carpet of corpses outside, of course. You you see stone bones uh, sort of sitting crouched in the in the great big rough hewn entranceway, peering up and around. And he spots you, and and you know his eyes go wide. He's like, <gasps> waves you over. Basically, the first thing out of my mouth is, "The prince is fine. Fena is fine. We're moving to the gates. Gather everybody up." He's, he, you know, grabs it's his head. It's not open to discussion. We, we need more dwarves. We, I can't carry all of them. 
I've got a strong back. We carry as many as we can. There are many people here other than what the one brewer who was burned. Uh, he's there. Uh, you may remember a. He may have uh, picked up some casualties too. <laughs> you may have remembered a uh, a uh, scout that was tortured and uh, possibly a few other bumps and bruises, but not a whole lot of people. And Bruna is still here and she has a broken leg. Won't have to carry Scully. Too soon. <laughs> I will do the best with the resources I have. Uh, if we need to make up a, a, a stretcher or something like that. Or, or just even half a stretcher so we can lay someone on it and I can drag them along if uh, Stonebone says his hands full. Look over at Bruna, you miss some excitement. She is sitting up in, in bed. She has like one, she has her feet over the end. She, she looks up at you and she's, uh, going, what is happening? We, there were loud noises and screams and fire and, and, and what's happening? Because I'm oddly likable. I'll just shrug my shoulders. Dragon. Gotta move now. Can you walk? <laughs> you know, I think she just says something to the tune of, well, fuck me, and then hauls herself up to the best of her ability. And yeah. Uh, just one of those, holds out a finger, opens his mouth, and then realizes, better not to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like she could use help, technically, but, you know, whatever. Astomos is co- like collecting stuff, like he has some bags, some satchels. He, uh, Flint, get calm, and, and uh, I'll get the rest. We'll do. Yeah, why not? Flint's feeling uh, charitable. He'll give Bruna a hug. He says, it'll be okay. We got this under control. <laughs> we just need to take a step back. <laughs> is this Flint's version of like, I'm panicking, and this is how I panic. <laughs> Everything is fine. We shall get out of this. <laughs> it may be something along those lines. He's trying to be supportive and get everybody motivated. Yeah, I, think, I don't know. Singing. singing. No. No, no not, singing. Not, not, not that. That would that would get the attention of the dragon. Generally, <laughs> uh, if if everybody's going to be copacetic, then got a plan. We'll, we'll sit there and we'll run with it. Hightail it to the gates. Easy yeah. peasy, no so, complications. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't think there's a, a challenge or some some problem in getting everyone ready. It's rather the other, like get everyone to the gate part. So let's see, Fandral, were you going back uh, with Fana, or or are you? What's up, the idea? The idea was to get. Our party the hell out of there. Sure. That is happening on all kinds of different levels. Which direction was Fandle going in? To where we had the most people, our main encampment. All right. Okay. 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 The hole that was set aside for you. Uh, hall. Hall. I guess Fena, Fena and, uh, Gurm and the rest, they're going their way in that case because you're, you know, rallying your dwarves. So it's, so it's you and most of the axe bearers. Uh, and that, that's fairly close. Like it's relatively close to the rest of the, um, uh, central scoria. So there's no real, you know, challenge in getting there without getting an angry dragon on your ass. You get there and you you find a, a whole heap of like dwarves who are not necessarily, you know, equipped to deal with high stress situations uh, and crazy dragon gods coming back to life or coming to life. Who knows? It's just a mess of people holding on to each other and peering out uh, any apertures to see if, if, like, what is going on outside. Some of, are rushing around trying to, like, assemble stuff to get them to bring with them to leave. Others are, are, are like, sitting in corners, you know, hoping it'll all just blow over. It's a mess. A uh, complete mess. Gather up what you can. We're moving out. Start shouting at people and shouting at, like, the more military types who are I'm used to dealing with this sort of chaos and directing them to 
gather up different groups that aren't as organized. I think this is a command test. Uh, I don't think it's terribly hard barging in with a bunch of dwarves who seem to at least have some competence. Like there's a there's an element of safety in seeing like essentially the police show up. Let's let's put the arb at three. Uh, and that's for getting everyone organized and, like, get them to drop the shit they don't need and keep the shit they need, like food items and stuff, and then organize and, and follow you out. That's that's the ideal situation. That's that's a success. If you fail, you're going to have, like, a commotion. And again, it's going to draw attention that you don't want. Working conspicuous? Absolutely. Go for it. The whole, the prince is still alive play, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know what? Take an advantage die. Because you're there and you have your crazy armor on. I mean, I already rolled and made it. Oh, okay. Awesome. It's a mess. It's crazy. Everyone is is just about ready to climb the walls and go mad. Uh, and then you show up and the experts, uh, you know, fan out, collect people. Some some people who were about to, you know, bugger off on their own, they drop what they're doing and help each other, uh, help the others. So in pretty short order, like a couple of minutes, you have all of them almost ranked up, almost like soldiers and, and ready uh, to move on your order. And that's when you hear this great rumble uh, with, from outside and above. Clearly, you know, a dragon's roar of some kind, but it's also this twisted, weird fire grinding rock noise. Yeah, clearly now the dragon is abroad. It's exited. Like if you if you peer out a window, you see the shape filing out out of the uh, throne room and uh, working its way down the the great huge steps and its head is swaying back and forth as if it's looking for something. Fortunately, this is a dwarven underground city. Mm -hmm. So we should be able to find ways to maneuver through it and out of here that would be conducive to avoiding giant dragon gods. Absolutely. What was your Holdwise test from before? It was super that was, high, right? Uh, like 10. Yeah. <laughs> so name me the the uh, interconnected sellers that you are using to get the hell out of here. <laughs> Go. There's a tavern over here that goes into the uh, the cellars and the, the underground delivery way system. <laughs> Don't ask me how I know this. I just do. <laughs> we can make a, a cross most of the... The area where that dragon is there and pop up the other side and we should, uh, should be close to where the, the brewers are and we should be able to meet up with them. Okay, cool. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. <clears throat> you can, you can totally like exit up out of, um, out of the cellars where Ovkel's brewer camp is. It's, it's this mini exodus of dwarves with, with, um, backpacks and, and, uh, assorted gugas and, and axe bears who are filing through the, Tunnels underneath, going through cellars, probably passing old, old molten-looking, um, not molten, moldy-looking um, beer tons and and kegs and stuff. Old furniture that that was deemed too shitty to do anything with, uh, or like cart off to Marl uh, or be burned. After a while, you 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 come up over the. Uh, brewer section where you meet up with Grenier, who's gesticulating and waving his his axe about and and trying to organize the brewers uh, into like leaving most of their shit behind because there's no way to bring it and no sign of Ufkel. Nope. <laughs> Where's Ufkel? Oh, uh, so Grenier turns around and he's oh Prince, 
<clears throat> where did you? Uh, oh, uh, you know, and he sees all of the of the people filing up out of some cellar somewhere, like, <laughs> and and momentarily stunned, and then he says, "Oh, uh, some some crazy humans who were burned. They they attacked us, and and they were raving about some lady, and 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 Ufkel went with them. The crazy bastard. Uh, I think you <laughs> fulfilled your oath, getting him breweries. So, Ufkel went running off vaguely that way. Great." Looking at the collection of uh, other dwarves, I don't know that going Ufkel hunting is what I can do right now. No, I wouldn't expect you to. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the Ufkel. <laughs> well, isn't it uh, convenient that Ufkel assigned other additional brewers with more duties? <laughs> I see. He's planned his own retirement. He always has been and always will be your brewer. And also, since he's not around, it's easier to get these guys to leave the crap that they can't take. <laughs> you may have a point. <laughs> also, well, we I take mean, the maximum amount of time allotted possible yeah. to make sure <laughs> yes. that every important bit would be there. Yes, yes, that's true. Uh, so uh, you have this red-headed dwarf woman there. Her helmet is off, so the lower part of her face is, is all sooty and stuff. She, she's uh, presenting herself uh, and, uh, and does some sort of dwarf curtsy and says, my, my prince, um, we're, we're just about ready to, to move. I, I don't know. We're, we're going to have to leave the big ton. Ofkel is going to have our heads, but needs must. Yes. Back up what you can and get moving. All right, all right. And she starts, you know, waving a ladle about. And um, you see uh, in the background, Aethelbald is like helping Rory along. You know, Rory has lost his uh, cane or crutch or whatever he was using. So they, they join up. You keep going, I guess. Let's check in with check in with Slate. You were talking about some kind of belief rewriting. I already did that. Let me see what you wrote. Get the scouts out of this alive, whether or not I'm around afterward. Okay, okay. Still sacrifice. Mind you, if you rewrite your belief right now, which is totally fair, right? You can even do it at any time. But if you don't still have it at the end of the session, I can't award you Arta for trying for it. So it may be better to bump stuff. Oh, I legitimately failed that one. Right, you did. But you still tried to not fail it, right? So that is that is an award. Didn't think you got points for trying. Sure. What I would do is I would temporarily move Stonebone Secrets down to Beliefs Handed Later. Because you're not protecting anyone's secrets right now, and you keep the uh, the uh, convinced thought to that we're friends belief for this session, and then we can strike it out, and then you can you know revise it. I'll just move it up there already striked out. <laughs> Easier for me. Yeah, clearly things did not go your way. You're back in chains, and I think we come back on like this rumble in the mountain, and everyone, all of the dwarves are like looking paranoidish, paranoid-like about, like, oh, what's this? And Thod stops his, his pacing about for a moment and he uh, confers with the uh, axe bearer that kept you under, that surveyed you, and he nods and uh, rushes off. So there are now five of them. What do you do? Is Ty still ready to move? Uh, yeah, he's, he's clearly waiting for your move whatever it's going to be. Okay, so I had two plans. We're going to try at least one of them. <laughs> All right. Uh, I want to I mean I want to get in close to Ty like speaking so that nobody else can hear us. I want you to start a fight with me. During the commotion, of course, some of the guards are going to come over. Use our shackles and the chains between them to trip them up and steal the keys. 
Knock them out if you can. Do not kill them. Do I make myself clear? He looks at you and then he nods. You're actually going to have to hurt me. I am prepared for this, believe me. If I am not able to get up during this commotion, leave me. Get everybody out of here. I'm putting you in charge if that happens. You understand? I I think you're going to have to, like, persuade him to make this look real. Because he's not really, like, the violence-making type. Oh, God, what would I use? Will? Uh, Well, if it's persuasion, then it's will. Mm. I I don't see this as coarse persuasion, right? You're not, you know, uh, elbowing his ribs and going, Ah, come on, just do it. I'm thinking persuasion. Yay, beginner's luck. skills. I'm gonna no, just it's not like he doesn't have orders to protect you. He does. <laughs> yeah. I didn't I don't know that, but uh, fair enough, you may not know. Uh let's Time. say it's all but three. So it's so it's double to six, so what did you say the difficulty was? Three. Oh god, okay. So double it's to double yeah, to no. six. You you're conferring and he starts shaking his head, and that draws uh Thod's attention. So he steps forward and, and, you know, goes, Shut up! Face away from each other! I really hate to do this. I'm gonna freaking die, but at least the scouts will get out of here. I'm gonna fly at Thod. Uh, I am going to try powers? to take him down. I don't... Ha- no, I'm not gonna literally fly. I'm gonna <laughs> jump at him. Uh, remember that you were chained with the rest, right? So you... There's yeah, very limited... Yeah, but I can still throw myself at him. Sure, that's about the extent. <laughs> My ideal is to trip him up with the with the chains. Yeah, that's totally cool intent. It's it's brawling. It's going to be a higher obstacle because you're attached to the chains and they're attached to other people who are not jumping. But you can totally do it. I don't even have brawling. It, it's it's a surprise, right? So um, you know, I, I think it's a versus chest versus Thod's uh, power. So I'm going to roll his power, and that's going to be the obstacle. And just to give you an idea, his power is five, so that's potentially five. It's also potentially zero if he rolls pretty poorly. So you can decide if you want to spend Arta or not. So you're you're in a precarious situation. You may want to spend a lot of Arta if you want this to work. So you're looking at, a, at an obstacle of two to ten. Well, you only got two. Per, you only got two persona. You got deeds. I don't if, even if know this what that is does. Really freaking important. Yeah. So what D does, uh, if you spend it, you uh, you can either double your dice before rolling, your power, which is what you're going to use, instead of being a four, it's an eight. So you have eight dice. And then on top of that, you can spend Persona, both of them if you feel like it, to make it ten dice. Uh, and any sixes, you can explode with Fate. You know what? I'm going to do that because this is really freaking important. All right. I really don't want to die. <laughs> Absolutely no luck. Ooh. But record all of the Arta on power. And I'm going to roll his to see what kind of test it is. Because um, you got two. So, hey, look at that slate. You um, won. <laughs> I have a one success versus your two. So, right now, you are succeeding. Is thought enough, important enough to have fate? I don't think so. Now, mind you, I'm not aiming to kill him. Or I really- know. Mostly so immobilize so, him so um, someone can get to yeah, the so key. Yeah, so Ty right? can get to the keys. Yeah, because yeah. he's right next to me. <laughs> so that's that's what happens. Like you, you jump and you what you you entangle him in the chain or something. Essentially, I give him a really tight hug and don't let go with All the right. chains. <laughs> yes, you lump, jump up, you grab him, he jostles around, 
I think you go down to your knees. Ty grabs the keys. I'm going to roll Ty stealthy. Is he a stealthy dwarf or not? He is a super stealthy dwarf. He even has two sixes. Why not? Let's blow them. That, um, that's my scout. One fate. <laughs> let's spend his one fate as another success. So four successes. I'm just going to quickly do um, unskilled observation. Oh, and they get nothing. I think <laughs> you, he, you just see Ty, you know, helping you jostle, and then the axe bearers come over, uh, and they, like, shove him off. They grab you, get you off, Thod. Uh, I'm, and you, I'm struggling. I want to make a distraction. Yeah, 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 they give you a kick in the ribs. If you don't stop them, they give you a beating. Do you stop? Yeah, no, yeah. I want them to give me a beating. I want them to be okay. completely focused on me. Take take a light wound. Oh, on yeah. the bright side, uh, they got some of their aggression out. <laughs> totally. Yeah, let them beat you till they're so tired they have to take a nap, and then you can sneak out. Oh, God. No, my, my idea is for them to be beating me and Ty to be unlocking and ushering everybody else away. Here's the thing. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back a little, because I, I totally forgot that you have a, a bad head wound that's been treated. You, you may remember that your uh, like, oh, totally forgot that too. relative sorry. chopped you in the head with an axe. Yes. Not knowing who you were. You still have it. Technically, you should be down a die. I, I forgot that. I'm going to remember that next session. But, oh, God, I'm um, sorry. I forgot too. Yeah, so they start beating on you, kicking you, and, and, and uh, your midi wound starts bleeding again. And it's real bad. You get, like, not quite concussed, maybe, but on the verge. I'm uh, still fighting back. As long as I'm conscious, I will cause a distraction for the rest of the scouts to get away. Oh, oh yeah. It's not bad enough that you are incapacitated. It's just like, whoa, sh- suddenly everything is like a mess and blood's running down into your face, uh, into your eyes. And I think... <clears throat> biting at their ankles. Yeah, I think Tide jumps on top of you and shouting like, stop, 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 stop. You know, we get it, we get it. That's when they like, they stop and they kind of chuckle and spit and, and back away and, and Thod pushes Ty away with his boot and then he kneels next to you and grabs your chin and like you're all like bloody and stuff and, and some of your teeth are loose. He says, no, I figured you to be smarter than all that. What was that all about? What did you accomplish? What did you hope to accomplish? You're not getting out of here. None of us are. I don't know about you, but your chances look pretty good. Which, of course, is coming out. Like, I don't know about you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. I'm not going to speak like that. <laughs> no, that's fine. Just so we know, right? It's like you have been beat to all hell. Since the wound got worse, uh, it needs to be treated again. You're down two dice until it's treated. Okay. Your midi wound. He just sneers and, like, lets you go. And that's when you hear, like, running, a single runner in, in the tunnel that leads into here from, from the Brekia camp. Actually, no, from, from the other direction. A dwarf you know, a brickyard dwarf you know, um, Honding, the, the scout you met in the tunnels who led you to the brickyard camp. Oh, the one that I got along with, yeah. Yes, yes. Uh, he comes uh, running in, and he looks around, and he's like, uh, Thod, Thod, Sergeant, uh, there's, I can't, you know, clearly he's, he doesn't know how to put anything, and Thod sort of scowls, and he's like, speak, speak up, you idiot. Honding's like, there's a dragon, Scoria! And, and he does like this back and forth motion, like looking at everyone and everyone's like not moving and not saying anything. And they're looking at him like, what? And then it's like he, he thinks they didn't hear him right. 
So he repeats it. It's like, there's a dragon in Scoria. And he's like, he rushes up to the nearest one, like grabs him. And it's like, we, we got to do something. Uh, the princess is over there. We have to move now. Everyone is looking at Honding. And uh, you can feel Ty uh, grabbing your, uh, your manacles. And, and you hear the click, click of the key in the lock. Oh, good. <laughs> Once I get free, I'm going to help him dizzily, because I'm probably dizzy at this point, mm-hmm. free the rest of them while they're looking at haunting. I think he, Ty just puts a, an index finger over his, over his lips, like, to make sure that you're not moving and that you're quiet, and then he moves over to the others. Okay, he's like, the stealthy one. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't have to do anything in particular, like, also he got, like, five, four successes. <laughs> <laughs> and the others got zero. Plus, now they are distracted. So, and and the the experts are, are thought starts to argue with Honding, and the other experts start to look at each other, and then Honding and and Thought, and like clearly they're a couple of them start walking up to them and and getting physical, like like uh, you know grabbing Honding and like what are you talking about? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, if that starts happening and I'm free, I'm gonna step between them because that's my friend you're messing with there. It's not threatening. It's more like. Um, the dwarven way of saying, oh, that's bullshit. What are you talking about? Are you crazy? They're not. You know, give us the real deal. Like, uh, is there a threat? You know, but it's, it's in that since he's so wound up and, and like, oh, it's, it's a little more heated than usual. Oh, but okay. you don't get the impression that he's under any real danger. So you're all out of your chains and they're distracted. What do you do? I'm going to motion to tie to get them out of there and I'm going to pick up the one that can't walk. Actually, no, no, the stronger one is going to pick up the one, though. I'm not that strong. You are not very stealthy, are you? No. But you are inconspicuous, aren't you? Yes. And you're kind of in a crowd, so kind of, woo, uh, moving out of there kind of surreptitiously, you could potentially do that, yes. That's called an ob one. I think they are real distracted. Your inconspicuous is two. But I'm down to die. Oh, right, right. You actually can't. I can't. Uh, unle- oh, you, and you don't have any persona or anything either. Oh, that's interesting. So I think you kind of you make sure the others get away, right? That's your belief. It, d- and it doesn't matter last. whether I'm there. Yeah. And then you're last. You're beginning to like back away, and then you you kick the chain or something, right? Or run into one of them. No, no, no. They, they're all like facing a different direction. They've oh. you know moved away. Yeah, everybody else is out and safe, and I just get, yes. and I and I'm turning around to follow them, and I just drag the chain with my foot. It's like oh, oh yes, shit. and and it's this noise <laughs> that everyone turns and looks at, and then they notice all of the scouts are gone. Only Except you are there, and you're me. at the other cave entrance. Like oh shit, yeah, Run. that's where we close. That's where we close for you this this session. <laughs> um, I think. So let's let's go back to uh, Flint. You're you have um, everyone uh, up. All of the infirm are are either roused or like helped, mm-hmm. being carried. Bruna's limping along. Uh, Stomos has his shit. You're you're ready to leave. Then you notice, of course, that the dragon is out of the throne room and it's 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 come down the steps making its way back around like uh it's it's like seeing this giant pet walking around a toy city like it's as big as a hall you know it's stepping up slightly on a hall and looking around and above and and about it and then it sort of moves down and occasionally like you hear some screams and there's a, 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 a just this gout of flame and it's not just like that it breathes fire it's like 
every time it does, it's like it's roaring. It's like it's screaming hate and frustration above the the roar of the fire and and all that. Yeah, it's bad. Like you. Wow, so it's a beastie powered by magma and hate. Great. <laughs> you know, th- this is a job for stealth. So, and y- between stealth and hold wise, I am going to, as quietly as possible, move all these people out of the line of sight and meet back at the gates. This isn't a rush. This is keep everyone quiet, not a word. It's dragons hunting, and they're looking for anyone. Let me look at the stealthy obstacles real quick. Because this is a bit of a... It's not just you. You have friends with you. Some of them are limping along. Some of them are weighed down with stuff. Ah, here we go. Oh, thanks, thanks, Luke. No examples for stealthy. (laughs) In that case... (laughs) Thank you, Luke. I needed that. (laughs) I'm thinking it's four. I think I'm thinking it's four. I, I don't think it's super hard because the dragon hasn't spotted you specifically. But I, I think also it's not super simple because you have you, you have some people with you and they're not in the best of shape. They, they can't react as quickly as you do. They can't duck as easily as you do. But we are in a subterranean cavern, so there's not like great sight lines above everything because there's mountain above us. How do you mean? This isn't like a city where the dragon can rise up above things. I'm trying to get him an advantage die here. Sure, sure, sure. And, uh, and the gallery is being supported by massive columns anyway. I mean, this thing's not going to be out of big open space. There'll be columns no, no. holding the ceiling up. The main thoroughfare, uh, th- that's where this this uh, hall opens up. So you're going to have to go out in plain sight, essentially, for a portion, right? That is the danger, because that's where the dragon fits best. It can't really squeeze into the, the alleyways and side streets very well. So that's that's the danger. And they can't move as fast as you, like getting past, you know, getting across, getting getting out. So that's the, that's the, the deal. Well, it I'm, I'm like fine a with job you for hold-wise, because if I can remember those underground delivery tunnels, we can take advantage of that. <laughs> we can do it that way, too, right? You have hold-wise. You can totally say, like, oh, oh whoa, yeah, I remember the tunnels. I scouted them out and told Fandral about them. Yeah. <laughs> I can do it that way. But let's try that first, because if, if I can be totally out of sight, then th- this will be a cakewalk, even if we'll be slow. I, I think if you want to get to where you want to go, that's three. Okay. Can I get gain any dice from uh, Bruna, from Stealthy, from uh, Shield of the Dwarves? I think you're not directly interposing yourself between like a threat and, and sure. the, the dwarves in the same way as if you had done stealthy out in the open. Uh, I guess you could be a real gamester and fork in tunnel wise if you're going underneath. I will gladly do that. You can Bruna lend a, lend a hand, keep keep the, the crowd quiet. She's I don't think she knows this place as, as well. Uh, and she's well, also hurt, so... Yeah. They kind of balance out, don't they? Yeah, they they kind of all depend on you in this case. Like well, if you want to, if you want to de- make a declaration first uh, with clan history, then we could do a linked test. Like you could say, like, oh, stone hewers, you know, they had their stone passages that went here. You sure. could make up some bullshit, and then if you we'll succeed, make, you have an extra die. We'll give that a shot. Uh, yeah. That's going to be an ob two. So clan history ob two. Okay. Oh, 
Good. We burned all, we burned all the low numbers, right? <laughs> so, so the thing with the stone hewers is they worked with such large pieces of stone, they couldn't bring them through the tunnels. So it's like, no. So they, 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 they showed off their stone. They didn't hide it. Here's the failure condition, right? I think you still, uh, there's still a tunnel, right? But it may not be the kind of tunnel you think it is. Or wow. it's got a big stone plug on it, the idiots. It could be. It could be that way, too. You don't know yet. So uh, this takes a die off. So you have three dice for your, your whole vice instead of four with the fork. Right. Which makes it difficult. Could be good. Well, we'll, we'll throw in uh, some Arta on that and get it to four die, because that's the best I can do. Come on, do I can't. Have? Oh, yes, yes, yes. You have your Yes. Yes. Be- because luck Fix that. would have it. <laughs> so burn- burning that because, hey, I do care about people more than me, it seems. We'll, we'll throw down four die, six, and try to get three successes. Yes. I mean, it can't be that hard. That's not- if you fail, if you fail, you're just going to end up somewhere else, somewhere mm-hmm. other than you planned. It's not the end of the world. It may just be, oh, gee. I am. I'm hating this die roller. <laughs> oh, that's another roll. Okay. I thought he hadn't rolled yet, but it's the same roll. Oh, okay. <laughs> GM fate, where do we end up? Because obviously this tunnel didn't go to where I thought it did. Tell me what kind of tunnel you thought it the flint figure that it was. Like I, I uh, was hoping that it was part of the underground delivery system for like barrels and stuff like that. But I I think we made the wrong turn and at Breccia or something, and we ended up in the sewer system. Ah, I like that. I like that. So, so it is in fact like a service tunnel for for the sewage stuff. So you you think you're going the right way for a long time, and then you realize, uh, wait, these aren't the right kind of tunnels, and everything's moist. We're a lot deeper and darker than we were supposed to be. Yeah, and I think you realize too that you're lost. Uh, you and the lot of them are like, oh, where are we? Right? It's dark. It's wet. It's all like natural rock now. Took a few turns. Oh dear. <laughs> well, at least we don't have to worry about the dragon now, do we? <laughs> no. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Hey, that's a good revolting development to leave on. So I, I think the, the the thing we leave on is like Bruna ha, ha, uh, hobbling forth beside you, where you're standing there looking like like Gandalf, like, hmm, I've never been here before. <laughs> and she's like, so, where are we? <laughs> safe. We're safe. <laughs> awesome. I don't think I have convincing liar as a trait. You could open falsehood, I guess. I don't know. Just flash her a, a, one of your oddly likable grins. Is that the closing scene? <laughs> sure. <laughs> Quickly go over your beliefs. Make sure uh, everything is tied up. Oh, I haven't checked back in with Ulfkel. The dragon was looking for you. Um, you, you duck in the, the narrower like uh, side streets and alleys between the big halls. I mean, you can hear the breathing. You can hear the dodonk when it moves, when it steps. You can hear the occasional roar of, of hate as, as it expels fire to play in places. And you can hear dogs barking and screaming. You can hear the odd person yelling. And yeah, the, the, the guy uh, with, the, with the burnt arms, he, he's sort of patting you and, and trying to point you in a different direction. I guess we end up at an intersection. I'm looking back and looking forth. Uh, am I lucky? And there's a sewer grate here. Sure. 
that way, huh? Pull out my hammer, and I just crack that sucker open if it's made out of stone. If not, I'll pry it up, and we go underground. I think he, he uh, you know, pats you again, and he points in a different direction, like, very insistently. Uh, we go that way, but we go that way down here. Uh, he's almost, like, jumping in place. He's so wound up. Either leave him or convince him to come with you. Put my hands on my hips and, you know, and stand my full three foot four. And, you know, You're look up at a bit, surely. <laughs> okay, four foot four, four foot four. <laughs> look him square in the eye and say, we're going down there and we're going to go that way. I point direction. He said, but I point down there and then I point direction. He's been pointing. You got that? I guess that's a command, I guess. But I get to roll a real command this time. Yay! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. Different circumstances, totally. Um, yeah. And since it's a skill now, you can yes. fork it. For- course persuasion? Mm, what are you day. doing to be coarse? Lots of, we don't speak the same language, so I'm basically pointing and shouting and pointing and shouting and basically trying to use improvised sign language to get, get it across by what, what I want to do. They understand you if you talk really loud. Not too loud. I'll draw the attention of the dragon. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a die. Uh, and the obstacle is going to be three. No, two. It's harmed. He's, he's hurt. Three! He, th- he finally gets it. <laughs> Okay, down we go. He's clearly distraught and, and panicked, but uh, like he doesn't want to run off alone. So I go, you first, and kick him the button into the hole, and I follow in after him. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I can see you pushing him down the hole with your foot, like, come on! Hopefully there's word down there. When you get there, <laughs> down there do, you, do you follow his lead, or what do you do? I'm going to make use of my tunnel wise and try to figure out if we're going in the right direction. Yeah, he uh, kind of points in a, in, a, in the same rough direction as above ground, and then, yeah, you're going to have to find yeah. it. Yeah, i got to use my tunnel wise at this point, which I'm learning. Uh, his directions are garbage. You can't communicate properly. The basic obstacle is four, and then it's double to eight. I, I'm a firm believer of not spending my last persona. So I'm going to roll six. See what I get. Go for it. This is a challenging test for, for perception. Ooh, yes, perception. I got a six. I spend that. I spend that fate point. I got six. Well, I was pretty good for a six versus eight. I think you end up going for a while. You end up going in circles, and and the longer it takes, the more just crazy he gets. Panic starts building in him, and it's you. You think this is a weird thing for you, but you think that he maybe doesn't like enclosed spaces. It's the weirdest <laughs> thing ever, but. What's he doing down here and under the ground, then? (laughs) (laughs) After a couple of minutes, five minutes or so, he he just loses it and starts, like, he starts babbling like crazy, and then he gives you a big shove. And then he screams at you and and starts pointing at you accusingly and essentially picks a fight with you. Is he hitting me, or is he trying to He's in your face, he's he's slapping you, he's screaming at you, he's pushing you, what do you do? He's not giving directions anymore. I'm going to get his attention by grabbing him by his belt and lifting him by his crotch. What is so your intent? Seduction? No, no, no. <laughs> no, no. I'm getting his attention, and the best way to get his attention is to, you know, you know, get him by the short hairs. Oh, you have uh, his attention. You are the only thing he cares about right now, obviously. I'm right? trying I'm trying to calm him. Well, that doesn't calm him down, does it? I'm going to switch, switch into old uh, broodmaster. I just grab his hand, yank him down, and I say very, very quietly, we're here to save the lady. Calm yourself down! Sounds like intimidation to me. I'm learning that too. Yay! I'm I'm working on the uh, translation. Ruff, 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 ruff. La lady! What's the obstacle here? Uh, Two. Two? So double the four? Yes. Oh, we'll go to sixes. I'll spend that fate. Oh, one. Excellent. Okay. You do it. Okay, so 
Yeah, when you grab him by the hand and or the arm and you pull him down, like you hurt him, right? He's his arms are burned, so he he winces and that stops him completely. And then you're pretty sure he you didn't get the message, like the the literal message across, but you he he understands your body language, right? Stop, get a hold of yourself, gently let go, and say we gotta get you seen to the doctor. Pat him on the face. Come and on, he, he backs <laughs> up and he holds his his hand. <laughs> Like, as if, you know, you, you burnt it, almost. He's more level and calm now, but you can see that you just made an enemy. If you weren't in this situation and he didn't have the lady to think about, uh, he would kill you, right? He yes. would go for it. I start walking in the direction I think should I go. I turn around, whistle. Come on. You can see him grinding his teeth. At <clears throat> That's what we should leave Oakdale yeah. for now. Like, going ahead and then following him is this murderous... <laughs> Hurt <laughs> <Earth> servant. <laughs> just looking like he's, I'm going to murder that fucker, you know. The first moment I get. <laughs> Maybe getting ready to do the dwarven periscope sewer thing. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a final thing we, sh- we need to do with Fandral before end, or should we, should we pick that up next next session? I think he's the only one that's actually in a safe place right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do we make it out of Scoria? I think given your roles, it's like I have to make up stupid shit to g- make it a challenge, considering how well you've rolled. So, like, even if I race the obstacle, because now you now you have more people to f- you know move out of Scoria, you still have like ten successes. There's no, there's really nothing I can do unless I want to be dumb. So, if if, you, if that's your intent, like I want to get them out, that's the only thing that matters right now. You get them out. You you. Get them out through whatever tunnels you find. Uh, they're out. Uh, they're outside of Scoria, outside of the, the gates. Uh, you get them rounded up, and and you know you count beards essentially. Worry about going back in for the those who aren't here. You're still missing, obviously, Flint. You're missing the brewer, Oakkill. You're missing a few other dwarves, but not a whole lot. Like most of them are here. So that's good. You're, but we knew that. We knew that you're off to Brekia somewhere. Yeah, you're safely outside of Scoria. And no harm whatsoever. <laughs> okay, so we know that Fena is on her way back to her camp. We'll see how badly Slate is beaten <laughs> before that happens. In that case, let's let's do the Arto Awards and, and like figure out stuff. Let's start yeah, with Ulfkel. Uh, that's my favorite part of this game, the earning wheel. <laughs> the earning wheel. Ulfkel, you... I think you definitely tried to find a lady, so that's a fate point. Yay! I don't know if you made any specific tests, but you did intend to go for the brewers and the apprentices, although that was, you know, technically mm-hmm. delegated to others. I did they, they task safety, with it. But, but I don't think you had any real hand in it. Any instincts? Uh, did anyone ever give Vulcan an order? No. 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 Any weird traits? Uh, bum, 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 bum. Impulsiveness, maybe. Like going with the humans, right? Mm-hmm. Instead yep. of going for... I'd, I'd award a uh, fate for that. Put this story in a, in a new direction. We'll move over to Flint. Flint's beliefs are protected wars from Dragon's Wrath. Did you write save Ulfkill? I think we did that. <laughs> oh, 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 yes, yes, yes. The first scene. God. Wolfgang needs so much saving. <laughs> That's a personal point for, for Flint. So, fetch 
uh, Stonebones and Bruna, you certainly attempted that. Uh, that's a fate. Well, I delivered them safely from the dragon, just not where we wanted to end up at. <laughs> I'd, I'd say it's a fate rather than Persona. You got to them, and you got them away from the immediate danger. They're still in danger, though. Fair enough. Convince the company that, all right, that's a future. Future belief. Uh, sleeps with their axe. Never say no to a lady. Never leave a task undone. I think you're on mission. I don't think it got you into trouble, precisely. I'll work on that. Well, uh, when I could have retreated, I stayed and you know, yes, yes, like you could have left, but then you were like, "Oh, Ulfkel, I'll I'll give you one for that." Eh. That also put other characters in danger. That's good. We're good at that. Uh, I think that's it for for you this time. Sure. Uh, So beliefs for for the prince. You've got the dwarfs to safety. Persona point. Boom. Finding a way to get rid of the dragon. That's the future. You support to help them to recover Godam Crest. That's still pending. Tricky stuff. Never trust other races. Expect orders to be followed. Nope, 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 nope. Any traits? Not really. I think that's it for you then, actually. Let's go to Slate. Slate has. You uh, did not manage to convince Thought, but you certainly tried, so you get a fate for that. You did, in fact, get the scouts out of the situation alive, and we'll see what happens to you afterwards. So that is a persona point. So let's do the other awards. Any embodiment awards, do you think? Any situations that you thought were really good in the role-playing department? We're also kind of uh, getting back into the swing of things, so it may be something for a later occasion. Look at the mold breaker. You have this belief, but you have this other thing you want to do too, but doing that kind of breaks the other belief. Oh. And, and you're sort of torn between them? If, if you want, well, in that case, maybe Ufkel, because, you know, for love of brewery, he went with the humans. I agree. Totally. Mm. That is a persona for Ufkel. I think that's the first time anyone's earned the mold breaker. Very cool. Only took us 45 sessions. <laughs> the voting awards. Workhorse. Flint, I think, was the best helping people. Flint. Yeah. Yeah, Flint. Okay, that, that is a persona for Flint. And MVP, I'm pretty sure I know who's going to get this one, but... Well, I'm Mr. Who Saves the, the, the uh, Dwarves and Gets the Job Done. So, <laughs> uh, de- de- definitely a foundral as, as far as mm-hmm. the story story arc of dwarfdom and kingdom and mm-hmm. all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep, he is foundral. king under the hill. Well, mountain, but, you know. <laughs> Not yet, anyway. Right now cool. he's king under the dragon. So, uh, another persona for Vandal. I don't think anyone is in Deed's stuff quite yet. I'd be, I'd be really like, hmm, getting all the dwarves to safety is technically your belief, but also it's going to benefit a lot more people than you, Vandal. So I'm, I'm torn. Oh, go ahead. We're probably going to need it. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead and yeah. give him that deed. I mean, it's come with this cost or sacrifice. I don't think that's quite happened yet. He lost Roar. Well, that wasn't his fault. And he might be losing. You <laughs> might be losing Oofkill, but he may be doing that on purpose. So I think. And, he, are, losing, <laughs> and he also might be losing Slate. Yeah. Let me put it this way: uh, depending on what happens next session, we're definitely in the possibility of deeds. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think this was the deed session, but mm-hmm. nudging up yeah. against it, real close. Anything at all that you didn't like, uh, some something someone else did, or I did, or like 
flubbing a mechanic or poor scene framing, whatever. Nah. Nope, I'd prefer I was in it more, but that's my fault, so. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you the spotlight next time and then, then, uh, recover, have you recover an ER and. <laughs> uh, provided I actually survive the encounter, yes. Any, any particularly cool or, or, uh, standout moments that you liked? The dragon coming out of the rubble. Uh, honestly, <laughs> I, 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 I like that whole little bit with, uh, Slate and Ty, because. <laughs> Yeah, you know, if you're planning it cinematically, you couldn't have called it better. Because in in the movie, do, doesn't the good guy always get the shit beat out of him and but still manages to win? Actually, one thing they, they caught my oh, caught my God. my mind's eye was the the bit with the dragon coming through the doors and going. That's just like the uh, id monster and forbidden planet going through the steel plating. I don't see things cinematically like you do. I see it like if I was playing a video game. When Slate moved the chain with his foot, I'm like, oh, this is the boss battle. <laughs> this is the start of the boss battle. I love this. Well, Same you thing know, you that, can... dragon, that dragon crawling out. It's like, yep, 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 boss battle. Sorry, Oathkill. <laughs> you are massively unprepared for this. Why do you think I went underground into the sewers? Because there's no <laughs> way in hell I was going to survive on the surface. I, I thought it was really cool that Ty was actually useful. Like, that he got so many successes and sixes and everything. Like, yeah, cool. Maybe we should change his name. Why? <laughs> Into what? He's not a timid scout anymore. Oh, right. I think I think it could become a badge of, like, you know, Robin Hood. Oh, you know, a Little John, right? Tie the timid. Well, thank you for today, then. Um, yep. mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yes. Yep. Bye-bye, guys. Yep. And we're done. It's the tag where I mentioned you can go to our page at sunday-skypers.podbean.com, find links to all of our episodes, links to our Facebook page and MeWe page. You can email us at sundayskypers at zoho.com. It'd also be nice if you gave us a rating or review on iTunes or the podcast app of your choice. And that's all I got.